All right. <laughs> Literally the most bumfuck show on YouTube. It is two minutes after, and we're going to go live now. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to Babe Talk. Hey. hey. I am. Uh, hi. <laughs> All week. We're so excited. All right, everyone's Babe Talk. I have an excuse. I don't have any streamers yes. with me, but just imagine them here. <laughs> okay. Imaginary we're, streamers. We're, we're, we'll I think it's far it over there, but it's far. Yeah? Yeah, it's too far for me to reach right now, unless you want me to get it. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, let's start with some introductions. Tonight on the show, we've been hyping this for a while, and I am very excited. We have Andrew from McAllister on tonight's show. Yo. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and we have our panelists for tonight. We have Alex North. Hey. We have Ashnick. Sup, you guys. <laughs> and one of our new panels that we have should be on us tonight is Shayna. Hey. All right. So the way we start off each show is we ask each panelist, how was your day? And we'll start with our <laughs> person that wanted to have the first excuse, Alex North. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I just got out of work like 10 minutes ago, and so I am pretty exhausted right now. I didn't even change. I literally, I just ran up to my room the second I walked in the door, got my laptop, turned it on, and now I'm here. So that's that that that's been my day. So I've been working basically since like four o'clock. It started out pretty rough because I had some guy who was like, when I was like walking to work, I had some guy yelling at me because apparently I was walking in the road or something. I don't know. I well, that might that might prove to be an issue. Yeah, just I, I don't know. He was yelling at me, so then I like I went back and I like gave him like a dirty look, just so like yeah, like, like, like maybe I'm the bad guy, but like I don't know. Now, I didn't now, like that he yelled did, at me. Did you make that? Did you make that noise when you gave him the look too? Like I, I, yeah. <laughs> I wish. I wish I made that noise. I wish, but unfortunately, I didn't. Well, um, and, and also, a, a tree branch almost hit me today when I was jogging in the park. <laughs> so, you were walking in the street and didn't get hit by a car, but you almost got hit by a tree branch. Is that correct? Well, no. I was jogging, like, along a bike path, and a tree, like, a tree branch just, like, fell. And, like, a car, a, the, the car, this car was, like, driving alongside me and just kind of, like, stopped. And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, it it, it 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 just it just barely hit me. So you know, we we're we're like a few feet cl or inches or whatever close to, from having a the Alex North Memorial edition of uh, Big Talk. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's so funny that 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 you think we dedicated an entire episode to you. Oh, <laughs> I'm not that irrelevant of a panelist. I mean, I'm not Eric, but. Oh, Nessie, no, I don't compare my children. I love each one, one of them the same. You know that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. So, anyway, I'm glad that you at least made it for tonight's show, Alex. Yes. So, Shada, how was your day? <laughs> well, um, I was oh, arrested. God, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Shada I, had the most exciting day out of all of us. Yeah. I found out that my license was suspended. Um, which I wasn't aware of, and I got pulled over 
because I almost caused an accident on a bridge. Oh. Um, going into Philly. Um, so they pulled me over, and then I found out that my license was suspended because I didn't pay a ticket from over a year ago. How did you Ooh. almost cause an accident? <laughs> so um, where the Walt Whitman Bridge is, the lane ends, and I didn't. I knew that it ended, so I moved over, but then the car in front of me was going super slow, and so instinct to like go in front of them. So I went back into the lane, but I forgot that it was ending, oh. and so I went back into the other lane, and it was caused an accident. Mm. So and I know they're doing a lot of construction on the bridge too, right? Oh my god, not that bridge, the other bridge. I usually take the Ben Franklin Bridge, yeah. but I, I take the Walt Whitman now because of the construction. I don't feel like waiting in traffic. Um, yeah, no, I'll think about that time. Yeah, and so yeah, so now I have to pay a whole bunch of fees and I have to go to court. Um, and so my day was, and I didn't go to work. I didn't, yeah. So you didn't even go to work. No, I called my boss and I was like, so I think I should go home. My license is suspended, and I feel like uh, uh, riding in Philly is not my best decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, she agreed. It might not. She agreed. She told me to go home. <laughs> but yes. Well, I'm very sorry that that, that that has happened. Man, has anyone had a good day? A- Ashley, did you have a good day? I thought I had an okay day. I saw <laughs> I saw two dogs today. It was so great. I was in um <laughs> very important part of my day. Okay, I was in um okay. I don't remember where I was. I was coming out of a recitation and. It's, I don't know who this dog belongs to. Like, I don't know if the guy's a professor or something, but this guy has, like, I, like it looks like a black lab, just like a, like a small puppy, like, okay, like a medium-sized puppy, but, like, small enough that you're, like, <gasps> puppy, even though every dog to me is a puppy. So, and he is at just, every like, age. at every age. The dog is, like, off-leash and just following him. Like, the guy went up to go to the water fountain, and the dog follows him, sits as he takes a drink, and then follows him back, like, very obediently, and it was just, did you spill your tea? Ollie. Very nice. That's <laughs> I'm sorry. That? I, I, I realized that I was putting my tea steeper on my birth certificate. <laughs> you may not want to put it there. That's I just, you know. I should even have it up, up here, but. Is it your birth certificate that says that you're like 16? <laughs> yes. I'm going to kill Ollie right now. I almost forgot about that. Oh, I forgot what that was even about, but yes, yes, that was the one I doctored to say that I was 16. Are you trying to be 16? Are we all just getting in all sorts of legal trouble today? Or, like, just general? Not me, dude. I had a great day. Yeah, I'm Andrew, like... tell us about your day. Yeah. Yes. Um, I did nothing. I did not have class or work, and I did nothing, and it was great. I wrote a song, and now my cat is asleep on my bed with his face smashed into my wall. So it's been a good day. Very productive. Oh, sounds like a good day. Andrew, where do you work? Build a bear workshop. Oh, oh my God. So, like, you can't ever have, like, an unhappy day. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> oh, wow. It's have you ever heard of a temper tantrum? Oh, oh, during holidays? Ooh, no. Yeah, I like get lines out the door and it's terrible. Yeah, do you have do you have any like horror stories from from Build a Bear? Do I have any what? Any like horror stories? Like any like tales from hell? Yes, yes, I do. Hell. So I've been working. I've been this working. Is a negative way to start off Babe Talk right now, guys. No, I think it's like the one of worst ways. 
<laughs> okay, sorry, Andrew, go ahead. I was, I had literally been working there for a month, and these kids ran in, and one of them, like, he disappeared in the corner of the store. I had no idea where he was, but, yeah, I didn't care. And then a little girl comes over, and I stuff her bear up, and she, you know, I was like, they have to put the heart inside of it and everything. And she drops the heart on the floor, and then she squats to, like, pick it up, and she's, like, right over my foot. But she stopped and then, like, wouldn't move. And I was like, you can stand up. And she stood up, and there was a puddle under her. And then she walked over to put... Oh, no. She peed on my foot. And then right after that happened... She was, like, four, too. It's kind of inexcusable. And then... I look over in the back because I heard a bunch of mess, and the kid that disappeared knocked down an entire display wall. Like, everything was on the floor. Jesus. And so I, so I walked into the back, and I was like, yo. I looked at my manager, and I was like, you've been on break for an hour. I'm done. Like, it's my turn. <laughs> you got to this. I can't. That's oh, awful. God. That is. Uh, I think uh-huh. that's a good excuse to take a break if, you know, your foot's been peed on. <laughs> I yep, think I, I was it, done. it very well might. It very well might. Just walk up to your manager. Maybe. Hi. A child just peed on my foot. I, th- I think I'm going to go in the back for a little bit now. He goes, you look so mad. And I just propped my foot up on the table, and I was like, it's wet. What do you think it is? He was like, did you spill water? I was like, <laughs> no. What kind of shoes were you wearing? Uh, I actually still have them, because I don't have another <laughs> pair of white shoes. Mm. There you go. They are old. They're <laughs> I washed them. I washed them. They're Nike Air Force Ones that I found at Goodwill for ten dollars. I go. love yeah. Goodwill shoes. Very classy. It's a great deal. It was all. I was proud of myself. I remember when I was working at, at Macy's, there was a, a girl that uh, it was. I worked in the women's shoe shoe department, and it was her, a little girl and her mom. And her mom was buying shoes and everything. And all of a sudden, like the girl's watching her, and she just stops and just. And, and I'm like, are you okay? And mom's like, honey, are you okay? And then she's like, uh-huh. I'm like, well, what's the matter? Let's let's expedite this a little bit so that we can start trying to prevent whatever will happen. And then she's like, yes. She's like, I think a thing. And I'm and I get the trash can for like under my my register. And I'm just like, girl, I'm like, okay. And she just sits there for like an hour for whatever reason. Her mom is just like, honey, are you okay? Are you okay? And then, like, she turns to me and goes, because we're at the register. She goes, are you checking on the shoes? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like, like you, you see your, your, your daughter bent over the trash can that I so happened to, like, you know, prop in front of her. If not, she was going to vomit all over you, your bag, everyone else around the area. And then oh. finally, I'm like, uh, okay, let me let me check. And, like, I try and give it to the woman, and she's trying to peek over to, to the shoes. So I'm, like, giving it now to the girl since the mom refuses to hold on to it. And I look for the shoes, and I just see the little girl behind me, just like hacking away. This probably isn't the best. <laughs> I'm looking at everyone's faces, and that's crazy. Yes, I mean, eventually the girl just just like, and I'm just like, oh, and the mom's like, oh, okay, good. And then I give her a fucking print on her shoe, and then the mom's like, Connie, you okay? And the girl's like, yeah, thank And then she like hands me back the trash can. I'm like, I don't want this. That's terrible. <laughs> and then I, then I had to like do it up and fucking take it out. And yeah, that was that was that's my retail story from. With, with that's. That's horrendous. We actually need to talk about something else <laughs> because this is so yeah. disgusting yeah. and also but, disgusting. But I'm proud of you guys for surviving those 
thing. Okay, tell talk, it let's talk, talk, talk about the best things. So one of the <sighs> things that I was lo looking at from the group chat was that we were talking about um the punk goes the the, the punk goes albums. We need to yes. talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't know if we, if we want to talk talk about the current artists that are on there, the current songs. Um, and then we can branch out to something else. But how do you guys feel about this this volume six? Upon a burning body with iced tea. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, Upon a Burning Body with Ice-T is going to be the collaboration of the year. That's just legendary. Yeah, it's like... Do you turn down for what? Are you kidding me? But, like, that that song only has, like, what? A verse and a chorus? I hope it's one long breakdown. But, but, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> just Ice-T is just going to be like... Yeah, for what? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, like, I'm hoping that Ice T does Lil John's part. Like that's what I'm hoping for. I really hope so. And then I hope the rest is literally like just a breakdown. Like that's yeah. all I want in my life. <laughs> and some screaming. A little bit of screaming, but just a little. Just a continuous. Kind of crazy. So excited. Does Ice T have a metal band? He does, um, which would have made more sense for his actual band to do it, but no, they just grabbed whatever saying. black person was nearby and be like, hey, do we need a little drunk home? <laughs> A pot of burning body was on tour with uh, Ice T's band Body Count this past oh. Sunday. Alexandria had Ice T in one of their music videos, I believe. That's and they were also true. Tour, they did. So. Yeah, and Ice T was at um, the APMAs as well. Yeah, well, he was with yeah. Body Count. Well, I know, but also. Go ahead. I see what also. Oh no, I see is also on Law and Order SVU, which is just the greatest thing in the world. I see is I something I don't know, Andrew. Well, Ice -T is a detective. Ugh. He had the best like witty one-liners. It was like just all these like sarcastic, like sassy things. He was just the sassiest of that whole cast. And I was like, <laughs> yes. And it's so odd because like that's all he has. He just has one-liners, and then he they gave him a random story arc with him and his gay son, and like, uh -huh. okay, I see. Yep. sure, go <laughs> sure. go learn about your your queer son. Have have a ball. Okay, wait. I actually do want to talk about like in all seriousness how one of the songs being covered is Paramore. Ain't it fun, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, like, shit. Which is which is cool because I mean like granted that is that is a pop song. And it's like current enough that it makes sense to be on this compilation. But like Paramore, though, like that's just not that it's wrong. I'm not disagreeing with the decision. I just think it's it's weird. Kind of the it's weird. Well, it's, it's like really, really weird. It's, it's, it's weirding me out. It's very similar to I think it was the last one they had where they had um like Moss to Flames did uh that one fun song some nights. Mm -hmm. Yes, they did. Yeah, I think that it's comparable to. To that, but I mean, I just it's, it just like weird to me. Like, well, like, 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 like that rendition of the song was just weird to me. So I don't know how. Have you guys seen the um, "We Came as Romans" one that was released? Yes. I, I like it. Hated it. I I don't like "We Came as Romans." Well, here's the thing. I love "We Came as Romans," and I'm like so upset at that track. I'm like, this is lit. Like everyone sounds terrible on this. Like the best. Which one? The Dreams EP. I just. Uh, <sighs> Like the EP they released before, like before, they ever released an album. Uh, to plant a seed. No. Before to plant a seed or after? Before to plant a seed. They yeah, released, like, yeah, like the like early, early, early we came as early. Like old school. Oh, we came old. Yo, yeah, like like like, like alternative press is like 
APR. Like unsigned band to be, you know. Oh, crap. Right. Hometown okay. Hero, yep. I think, was, was the term they were actually. They're from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I do find not speaking back to to the um, Paramore thing because isn't that isn't Paramore still considered pop punk? I mean, I guess well, not anymore. Not really. Well, here's the thing. Okay, if they're touring in, well, like, okay, they're touring in arenas. Which granted, like, I mean, Fall Out Boy's doing that right now, and people still they're think they're not pop punk anymore. No, no, they're pop punk, but, but they're in the scene. You know what I mean? It's like they're still considered like. You know, that's what right. I think it's weird about Paramore is like they're, they're associated with it. Yeah. Yeah, but they're clearly like a top forty band, just like Fall Out right. Boy is, and like right. Monty Mentor was clearly like, like um, it's like having Beyonce and Jay Z. Like it's two giant top forty artists who are heavily associated with each other. They're not quite married, but I mean close enough. And going out on a monstrous tour. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm actually thinking about Pete, Pete Wentz and um, Haley Williams get, getting married, and I think like all of our like high school selves would just like shit ourselves. Like I oh, would cry, I would freak out. I'd be what's about that than the royal wedding? Live you journal, like that's exactly back from the dead. Live journal will come back from the dead just for that day. <laughs> yes, <it would. laughs> that's perfect. I would switch to wearing my eyeliner on the bottom lid, and I would wear a white belt. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Oh my god. Get that swoop swoop going. Oh, I, I would, have my, my I would find your out. hand warmers, your MCR hand warmers. Find my my copy of those. Yeah. Yes, the fingerless gloves. Yes, right here. Those are MCR ones. Did you see those, Andrew? They're killer. They're... Are they? I didn't see them. Oh, oh, let me I'm let me. There we go. I love my beautiful. Oh, they're pretty rad. Yes. I pulled this up for the grave. I have no idea what I did with these. So now I get to wear these all show. My hands gonna be hot anyway. So, so that kind of got me to to, to thinking about um, my favorite. Pop Goes albums, and I think Ooh. mine uh, might have been the Pop Goes Gangsta. Pop Goes knows? Crunk? Pop, Pop Goes Crunk. Yeah. 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 That's a classic. The product cover of Still Fly, the fucking greatest. Like, I don't know. Which one? Um, Still Fly, the Devil Wears Prada, which is granted. Yes, yes, yes. That's like, what That's one of like. I remember they had a giant spread in AP. Like they had the cover and stuff like that. And um, in there, in the article, they talked about oh, like everyone sings along to Still Fly. Like it's a huge song. Right. But some one of the band members said, oh, I wish people. I wish it wasn't just teenage girls in the audience. I want to see, like, fat, bearded metal dudes screaming along to our songs. I'm like, well, if you still fly cover, it's probably not going to happen. But that cover is great, and I love it, and I love the punk was crunk. Um, uh, say anything. That's what I was going to say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. what what would you say out of the entire discography of the pop goes would be your favorite? It's punk goes. Punk goes. Wow. Um, I keep saying pop, pop goes and it makes close no enough, sense. Close Thank enough, close enough. Thank you for that. I, I know it's so lame, but I love the punk goes acoustic. Mm. That's where I first heard Set Your Goals because they had echoes on there. My yeah. friend was on a mixtape or something, and I just like, oh my god, this band is great, as I've talked about in like multiple episodes. I'm such a sucker for like acoustic stuff, and it was just like perfect. Yeah. And wait, what was. What album was All Time Low's Umbrella on? Was that even Punk on? Punk Goes Crunk. That might still be one of my favorites. That's such a solid album. Like, Punk Goes Crunk. Like, I don't think there was a bad cover on it. Set Your Goals was on that, too. What did they do? Oh, yeah, they did um, Put Your Hood Up? Yeah, Put Your Hood Up. Oh, shoot. 
Um, the I'm secret handshake. Did I wish I was a little bit taller? Which was a ball. Alex North, what would you say would be your favorite? Uh, well, actually, I had to look this up to I'm just looking like it up now. Yeah. look through all the Punkos albums. <laughs> and I have to say, my favorite was Punkos Pop number four. And oh. I, I like that one because uh, they're just like really, really solid tracks. Like, like mm-hmm. for one, you got a uh, you got Chunk doing "We Are uh, Who We mm. Are." Oh my God, yeah. that was so good. Uh, Tonight on Live's Mumford and Sons cover was yeah. so radio was rolling in the deep was also really catchy. Oh, yeah. and I also I, I what's also is a lot of fun is uh, "What Was Me" last Friday night. Was that with Hans? I really like that a lot. Uh, what was me the last Friday night? Oh, Mike. Okay. And uh, who else was good? Even like. Pierce the Veil. I, I, I hated like the rest. I, I hated the rest of the song, but uh, <laughs> for all those sleeping who just broke up, they did a. Uh, no, I you, love that's my favorite cover. You belong on with me. You belong with me, and like, I, I love like how. Like going into like the second verse, like they have like a like disco part or whatever where techno mm-hmm. like thing, right? Like we're right. like we're just like and stuff. I, I I like that. I think that that's pretty cool. But I like that they switched up the lyrics because Taylor Swift is obviously a girl, and Fallout Boy being a bunch of dudes, and it was like it was like I wear Vans and he wears something. Um, yeah. something making I, out. I do love it when they keep the original lyrics. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they um. It's, it's like a tiny like, uh, uh, it's like a penis joke in the middle of a movie, and just. Like, I think uh. it was what was me did um, what was it? They did last Friday night. Yeah, they did. And yeah. it's like um, that whole that was really funny. Um, but the, I'm just looking it up right now on Punko's, uh, Punko's Pop Five, Mercy by the Word Alive. I literally did not stop playing that song for like six months. <laughs> like I just could not stop. I still I want to listen to it right now. I, I had an issue with with, with five. There were I, I need to remember because I remember it yeah, came out and I was like, yeah, I'm just not gonna listen to it. But I specifically remember falling in reverse's cover of Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, oh. we're not we're, we're not gonna talk about pop. Uh, we pop, we pop, can't. Pop. It was terrible. I, I hate it. It, it, was so it, it was awful, but I think there's like somewhere in me that like secretly likes it. You want to like <laughs> it, and you're like, that, wait, what was that covered? That, that, that was from Punko's Pop Five. That wasn't from Five, wasn't that? Like, really I, I realized it wasn't from from Five, but it was from. Well, oh, it was, it was from Punko's Nineties. Oh, okay. Oh, that they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that actually. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about Punko's Nineties. Only because like, actually, I remember that that like Punk one line that. Gangsta's Paradise, the Falling Reverse cover, is just it's worth the price of admission. I. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the only reason why I was just like like kind of into it. Because Ronnie McKay is just, just like such a douche. Chunk, Chunk, no Captain Chunk doing a Smash Mouth. Okay, that, but that's a great song. That, that was a great cover. That was a great like a little two step beat going on somewhere in there, and my heart is just like, yeah. And all those screen yeah. caps of like his of like uh, Bert's face and like the balloons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my life. It was absolutely beautiful. Andrew, if you had to pinpoint one of your favorites, what would you pick? Oh, that's Punk Goes Pop too. No question. Oh, yeah, really? right right say that. Silverstein, Mayday Parade, A Day uh, to Remember, Chiodos. That was a good one. like all of these, like as as we're talking about them. Oh yeah. The cab. Remember the cab? That was the Static Lullaby's Toxic cover. For Your Strong did love song. 
Uh, Bayside did Beautiful Girls. Chiodos did Flagpole Sitter. Escape the Fate was smooth. Yeah, it was just that was a great one. Oh my god, I completely forgot about oh it. Oh my, I need to go listen to all of these like right and now. That was, <laughs> and I was the a day to remember. Um, uh, cable over card my head. Card, yeah, which was I remember. Nuts. They played that at. Um, I saw them at Torsic, which was twenty ten or twenty eleven. That would have been 2010, I think. I'm in 2010, because, yeah, because I was a junior. It's a 2010. Um, and they played it. Uh, they played, I think they played both covers. They played that and Since You've Been Gone at the show. And, like, my life just oh, it could not have gotten better. Yeah, that's, 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 that's nuts. Sparkles fan. Oh. I think it's funny that you just look like at the difference between the original Punko's Pop and Punko's Pop 2. Because, mm -hmm. like, you go from, like, Slick Shoes, Rufio, Forever, Forever, Further Seems Forever, yeah. to like, A Day Super to Remember, and Alasana. Let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about Yellow Card doing Michelle Branch, though, because uh, that was some yeah. shit. Everywhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was some shit. <laughs> I just remembered it the second you said it, I'm like, oh my god, yes. Because you're everywhere. That was nuts. Because, uh, like, we were all, we were all singing it Card covered it, and then like Yellow Card covered it. We're like, yeah, we can openly do it now, just like when you found right. Kiss Me. We're all like, oh my all god, <laughs> Kiss Me. And then the cover came out. We we're like, all right, I'm not losing any of my masculinity by singing this song because now Newfound Glory had done it. Apparently, like, Haley Williams is in that music video. She is. Yep. She is. I'm, yeah, I'm 90% yeah. sure she's in the yeah. video. I have to go watch it now. Now, so, but in fact, Comer gets to go listen to all of the Punkos pop and yes. watch that music video with Haley Williams. Watch that music video with Haley Williams. Absolutely. And I'm seeing them tomorrow, so it's totally legit that I'm going to do it. I hate uh, it. Who, who, who you see? I'm seeing Glory. Oh, you picked New from Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Alex got it. Okay. That's all I needed. Um, so, speaking of our favorite albums, we're living in 2014, and. Are. And because we're living in each other. Wait, are we? I'm I'm pretty sure we're living in 2014. Let me look at my uh, I really I thought it was I thought it was 2014. Check your calendar. Okay. Check your calendar. Hello, 2014. Let me let me, let me check my calendar over sure. watching this. We're all oh, in the future. future. So anyway, we're in 2014, and because we're living in a year, we um have decided to living in a year. do our <laughs> we are going to pick our albums of the years thus far. Now, has anyone compiled their list yet? Yeah. Ashley has. All right, that's that we got, we got three out of five, because I, I, I kind of started to. Uh, Shana, do you have yours? So that I don't have to. Do. It's so hard. I'm just going to, like, name albums that are just, like, super, super great for this Dude, year. I made a list of all the ones that I have, and I narrowed Andrew it down. Andrew went through this process together. I would narrow it down to 20, and I was like, I have too much anxiety. I feel bad <laughs> deleting any of these. This is terrible. There were just That's so many. Well, let's yeah. start. Let's let us let us start with Andrew. Drop drop your. Let's do your top five. Let's do five, yeah. Okay, top five. Uh, number five is Charmer, Tiger's Jaw. Um, oh yeah. Number four. Number four is the new Moose Blood album because it's stunning. Um, number three is Angst in My Veins by Capsize, which is great. Uh, number two is You're Gonna Miss It All, Modern Baseball. And then number one is Rooms of the House. What the yeah. fuck? Number one is uh, Rooms of the House, Law Dispute, no question. Oh, man, I'll see. Oh, yeah, I forgot that, that album. Too. That album is phenomenal. 
That's just like, because like I listen to it every time, and I just like I've never heard an album with such incredible storytelling, but not. It's just like I've never heard music constructed around lyrics so perfectly. Like every single song you listen to it, and you're just like the vibe is just immediate, and you're able to picture all of it in your head. It's so crisp and perfect. It's just like it's it's art. It's amazing. Yeah. I could talk about that album forever, but I won't. Uh, well, um, I guess on that transition, we'll go Ash. Okay, well, I had uh, one, two, three, four, five. I had, okay, wait, one, two, three, four. I had four albums, and then... <laughs> Sorry, they're not in order. They're not in order. Spotify did it alphabetically, and it's throwing me off. Um, oh, ew. Anxiety attack, not in order. Um, I have a bunch of albums. I have four albums. <laughs> And I have a bunch of, not, not a bunch, but like the rest of them are EPs, so I was just like, these all count as one. So, okay. it's close enough. Number one is uh, Disgusting by Beartooth. Number two is You're Gonna Miss It All by Modern Baseball. Uh, number three is uh, McAllister's album that's not even a fucking joke. I'm stop. not kidding. This seems like a giant suck up, but I swear You're to God. Killing it's true. Okay. It's true. It's so it's much true. pressure. <laughs> Um, number four is Narwhals, and then the rest, I had like three EPs that I really wanted in there. It was Paris, um, acoustic EP, and I think their album's gonna be really good, but I'm still not sure because both the songs, both the singles they've released so far, they kind of sound the same. Like, I'm, I'm not someone who makes music by any means, but they just, they feel very similar to me, but I still, I, I have high hopes for it, because, you know, fucking Paris. Um, and then Thieves, Color Change EP... Corporate Hearts, Death Wishes EP, okay. and um, where is this one? Uh, the Front Bottoms Rose. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. That was now, really did, <laughs> now, now, can you just, um, which one would you pick out of all? Uh, that That's a really uh, loaded sentence. Out, but of if you, out, out of all your, your lists, why would you pick? Do you have like a number one? And can you describe why you're number oh, one? Oh, I kind of listed them in order. Uh, Discussing My Bear Tooth is for sure number one. All right, splur, splur, talk. Blurb, blurb. <laughs> Why would you blurb? Want a blurb to go along with your topic? Oh, it's okay. it's okay. Words are hard. <laughs> I don't. Words are really Trust hard. Me, I am looking at the words, not doing the sensical sentence thing. So we're okay. Um, blur. Blur. <laughs> is that our new a new babe talk lingo for talk? That's blurb. our new word. We're making up a vocab. Um, there we go. I'm writing it down. The albums just—it's really important to me for like a lot of reasons. Just I know in terms like seeing interviews with Caleb and the rest of the band, like kind of relating to the writing process and stuff. It's just he was going through a really tough time mentally, and like this the last last spring semester and this past summer, I was like kind of in that same mindset. So. It just, and I remember listening to it. I remember exactly where I was. I was at my internship. I was sitting in, like, I was at my internship really early, sitting in the worst possible intern desk spot. Like, the chair had no supports. My back was already killing me. I spent an hour and a half on the train getting there anyway, so my whole body is like, can we go home now? Um, and it was, like, a Tuesday, and the album had just come out, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited, because their EP was so fucking great. So mm -hmm. I listened to it, and the first track is The Lines, which is actually one of my favorite tracks on the whole album. Actually, all of those tracks are almost my favorite, but it was a really good album opener, and I was like, holy fuck, this is great. And the whole album kind of, I kept feeling that vibe from every song, and it just, 
it just means a lot to me. It's very important. And like I talked to Caleb at work this summer and he was just really sweet about it and just it it's so it's like a really important album to me. Um kind of the same with you're gonna miss it all. It's just like this like those kids are in college. The kids in modern baseball are in college and like everything they write about is very directly applicable to me and I have spent many nights last winter just like punk dancing in my kitchen to your graduation. Like just yeah. being That is like my song. Like I on repeat that's song. That's a jam. That's a jam. And you know what? I'm afraid that someone on POZ is gonna take that as their song of the year and be like, No No It's October. It's mine. Back off. I legitimately have thought like, they made um they made a mid year song of the year list like in June and I put because uh St Patrick by Paris had just come out so I put that on it because I someone else had already claimed your graduation I'm like okay that's fine mid year song of the year that's fine but I almost wanted to say can I claim this for 2014 song of the year like in advance I need to be so proud about this because someone take it. I think I might. I think I might write in there. Just like, POZ group. Yeah, just put in there like this is my I song like, and here's I why. I didn't care. I can't imagine like Zach care. I don't know. I just I don't want to be like that bitch who just like I need to have this song, but I need to have this song. <laughs> and it's funny because I have both the vinyls sitting on my shelf, which you. I'm can't... sorry. Wait, wait. You have the what? I have both the vinyls sitting on my shelf. The vinyls. No, I didn't. Oh, know I, I heard the yes. I heard no, the no, 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 no. Who sassed you out the first time? Who would never say it again? Leave it. I'm gonna rewind. I'm gonna rewind the tape later, and we're gonna review it. Okay, and bye. If that's a, that's it's a, a close case. call. It's a close call. No, I said I have both the vinyl on my shelf. Which we need instant replay. I don't know. I heard vinyl, but it's close. No, Alex is right. I don't know. It could go either way, honestly. We will rewind the tape later. We'll do a review, and All then. All we know is that vinyl is not a verb. We'll, we'll check it out. We'll we'll check it out. We'll go vinyl, through the tape later. Vinyl is not a verb. The play is currently in review. <laughs> the play is in review. <laughs> Alex Stewart. Um, All right. Um, I just want to say some honorable mentions before I get to my top five because there has been a lot of really <laughs> great <laughs> albums. <laughs> Dude, I wish I'd known that we could do honorable mentions because I had I didn't so. even know we were doing honorable mentions. Yeah, well, too yeah. bad. I'm doing honorable Alex, mentions. Alex, you don't have to sign honorable mentions. So, uh, Abandoned by Bears, best easy crab record of the year, is like definitely in my top ten. Uh, five Seconds of Summer, I love that album. Everybody else is going to hate me for that, but I still love that no album. No shame. None. Fourth. For the win, really good album. They released a good album. Uh, oh, for your strong, their EP, misfortune, a spark to believe, all really great albums. But here are my top five. All right, so starting from five, number five is uh, issue self-titled, which great I didn't really album. care for that much until Sergeant D from Stuff You Will Hate started. Like, yeah, and boy. I absolutely, and I absolutely like was like blown away just by like listening to it again because like all like the like the DJ stuff that goes into it is like it's a it's the metalcore album that is really different than everything else that is out there. Um, it absolutely is, yeah. Yeah. Number four is uh, Against Me, Gender Dysphoria Blues, which actually was my number one album for a good while. Uh, obviously a very, very important record very well put together record. And it like it hits you right in the face, like right from the start, and it doesn't let up at all. And it just it gives you a lot of really like 
weird feelings in terms of like how direct it is with the subject matter and stuff like that. And I think that's really cool. And I think it's definitely it deserves an award for the most important album of the year. Uh, number three is uh, the number three. I'm gonna put Ariana Grande's "My Everything." Uh, I love Ariana Grande. Uh, her last album was like my number two album of the year last year. Um, that, yeah, that's a great album. Yeah, that one's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, this, yeah I, I don't like it as much as I did Yours Truly, but My Everything is still a good album. Good collabs with like The Weeknd, uh, Childish Gambino. I, I, I mean, I, I, I like it. Um, number two, uh, The Hotel Year. Home like no place is there. That is a great album. That that album is absolute dynamite, and it deserves to be number two. And it definitely had a good fight with the the number one album of the year, which I am gonna sound really really dumb saying this, but the McAllister album is my number one album of the year. And I have to say that. I was hiding, sorry. Me a lot. <laughs> yeah. The first time listening to the record, kind of like the first time listening to the upsides and the first time listening to like yeah. under soil and dirt. But like, like just in terms of like the feelings that I had and like the first time I heard it, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, it kind of reminded me of like the pop punk scene right now, but it also kind of reminded me of like. 2005 era pop punk because I don't know. That's awesome. It reminded me of like MySpace pop punk and I mean that in like the best way possible. <laughs> no, no, that was a great yeah. time. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, dude. Yeah, like 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 the like a million of bands where it's like you know, oh check out this cool band you know that like everybody that like one person hypes up or something on YouTube. Right. Like years later, uh, but uh, but you know that definitely is my is my number one album of the year. I've been giving it countless listens, and I'm very very excited to be here. Obviously, talk yes. about it and my other albums of the year with everybody. So yeah. Wow! Thank you. That's it. I'm literally so excited right now because you said it was your album of the year. Like that just makes my life. So I'm not going, going to lie. I thought Alex was going to say Fifth Harmony, but... <laughs> Fifth Harmony? Their album hasn't dropped yet. Oh, it hasn't? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait. Has it dropped yet? Like, has it dropped I'm yet? I'm pretty sure Fifth so. Harmony did drop. I think. Did I it? I, you know what? I, I'm speaking like I actually know, know of this. I just remember their old EPs that they, that they dropped, and that's about as far as I know. Fifth, Fifth Harmony <laughs> is just... Hot fire, and I love it, and I love those girls. And Hot fire. I've seen them Hot like way too many times. December, in, in a tall December, December 16th. December 16th. So it, it, it's not out yet. To come out. They, they're taking their time. They're 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 doing their thing, and you know that's, they're doing it right. Yeah, honey. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing it right with them. So uh, if anything, Fifth Harmony might give McAllister a run for its money. Ooh, you know, yeah. My girls coming out with you know the, 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 their debut LP, you know. But 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 we'll we'll we'll, we'll see in December. We'll see what happens with that. We'll see. But anyway, McAllister we'll see how is still it holds up. my number one for the time being. So. All right, Shayna, what is yeah. your what is your top five for the year? All right. That's four. 
Okay. Um. So, in no particular order, because I just can't. Um. The the Real Friends album. Um, Great album. The, I can't even. It's too long. <laughs> Everyone knows what I'm talking about. The Real um, Friends album. I just. With the lamp. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the lamp. The one where they're sad about stuff. Maybe yeah. this yeah. place is the same. No, but honestly, I don't know. <laughs> no, but those dudes just, like, in general are just really awesome. And, like, I know that Kyle, like, he his lyrics are, like, simple. They are. But, like, for some reason, I just, like, love that type of stuff, which is why, like, you know, I love the front bottoms. Like, they just talk about getting stoned in the front seat. And so, but, they're, but like, real friends are just, they're sad, and it's and it's okay. And and there's just, I don't know, there's something about them, and something about that album that just, like, Sticks out in my eyes. Sometimes you um, just sad. And then modern day. And they're just sad, you know. They're not <laughs> tired of the place. They're not tired yet. Um, <laughs> and then modern baseball's album. Um, and just honestly, I have like this hometown pride for modern baseball. Like I went to school with the majority of them. Um, and I used to see them play at like Golden Tea House, like in a basement, and like just. And then seeing them play with, like, the wonder years of the Electric Factory, like, and how they progress progress from sports, it's just, it's phenomenal. And now they're, like, headlining a show at the TLA, and it's mm. just, it's crazy. You just said the uh, wonder years, and I forgot I had a wonder years flag. You do. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the Hank. <laughs> uh, the wonder years America. And to the Republic, for which it stands, one nation under a crowd surfer, <laughs> crushing my head. <laughs> Liberty and, and pizza for all. And I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> and I'm not sad anymore. Yep. Um, and then, uh, four years strong, um, honestly, just for the fact that they came back, and it, and they just came back with, like, a vengeance, too. Like, it sounds so similar to, um, oh, my God, what was the album called? Enemy of the World. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 not that. Was it that one? Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Pretty similar. No, in some, the... in some way, shape, or form was the one before this one. Before, in some way, shape, or form was Enemy of the World. And I believe before Enemy of the World Rise or Die Trying. Trying. I'm talking about Rise or Die Trying. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, one. Both great albums. Yeah. yeah, it's very similar to Rise or Die Trying, and that's, like, my favorite album with, like, um, you know, the... Why can I not... Okay, I can talk today. Um, None of us can. Nope. No, it's Don't really bad. No, but it's just like that true, because I always saw like they were the starting of like the new pop punk scene, and they were a little bit ahead of their time, and then all of a sudden like the Wonder Years and all of them came out. Mm -hmm. but, Very okay, true. In my opinion, Four Years Strong started the new pop punk, and and for them to go away and then come back and still have that like true sound, like I give them a lot of props. Um, mm -hmm. and then, obviously, the front bottoms. Um, I actually was late in getting into them. Like, I just recently started really liking the front bottoms, and I was definitely, like, a bandwagon. Hometown heroes, baby. What? They're my hometown heroes. Oh, Brian yeah. went to, uh, Pascat Kills, which is, like... Oh, we're gonna finish? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I did it. You stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Did I really? Oh. You're shocked. You're like, uh, ah, I'm just gonna look at my face. I got distracted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said, "Is you gonna finish?" Right. <laughs> Damn! Wow, that was beautiful. I'm I got sorry. so sassy. Bobby text, I'm sorry. Bobby texted me and was like, "I'm watching you," and that kind of I was like, oh. <laughs> "Everything off." I'm watching you. Sarah, I'm watching too. What's up, Bob? Oh my god. He went to a high school ten minutes away from me, is what I was saying. <laughs> okay, okay, that's all you want to say. Um, no, but I was, like, total bandwagon with Front Bottoms, where everyone started listening to him, and I was like, huh, what, who are the Front Bottoms? Why do I know who they are? And as soon as I listened to him, it was like, that was it. So I kind mm -hmm. of got all the Front Bottoms all at once, and so I'm just going to categorize them with, like, my one of my favorite albums, just because I literally this year learned about them. Um, and then... It didn't release yet, and it's coming out in October, which is this month. I just realized it's October. Um, Forever Came Calling's new album is, like, on point. Every single song is just fucking awesome. And I love Contender so much, and I really, really think it surpasses Contender. What I think is really cool is, is that uh, Lincoln was saying in the group chat that they actually had, well, did, did he say this in the group chat, or did he say this on, in a Babe Talk episode? I forget, but Lincoln said that they actually had breaks in uh, oh yeah, like, like mentioned musical breaks for like people to like crowd surf and like. So I think that's like awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. That's planning ahead. It's fine. It's just... Like you're planning that out while you're writing. Hey, if, 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 it makes the, if it makes the kids move, I mean, hell, why that's not? That's advanced. That's advanced. Yeah. Ollie, what was your list? Well, I was hoping no one's going to ask me that because I'm literally one of those individuals. Oh, yeah, that you didn't have one. Well, Sorry. it's more is that wow. like, during, no, during 2015. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to like just hide myself in a corner. No, during, we love you. 2015, I will most likely put together my 2014 compilation because I'm looking through everything that I listen to, like, religiously. Like, last year would have... If I was doing a last year's album, it would have been Pity Sex, Fist, um, Feast of Love. It would have been Foxy's Alcatraz. It would have been um, um, Have Mercy's... Um, oh, my God, I love Have Mercy. Yeah. Back. Um, and, like, everything's from 2013, and I realized that I'm really fucking up. I, I had that same problem today. I was just texting Andrew about this. I was like... Oh my god, there's like four yeah. different albums I want to put on here that aren't from 2014. I made my list and I realized the majority of the albums were from 2013 and I was like, just kidding, let me redo everything. I hate, uh -huh. well, here's the thing, another thing I wanted to talk about in regards to album of the year list, I guess is just like, um, sometimes an album of the year list isn't stuff that you listen to that came out necessarily in that year, but it's like albums that like came it into your life. Exactly, during that, that year. Cool. Right. I like, like that a lot better. I like that. Like, I've been listening to, like, I started listening to Hop Along literally the night before I left for school. Like, before I leave, I just pull an all-nighter, I just pack, get everything done, and then just, like, go to school and go for it. And I just listen to Hop Along, just on repeat, everything, and it's just, oh, it's such a great album. It's so good. Yeah. Um, like, like if, if we were to do that, I would have put This Couch is Long and Full of Friendship by Tiny Moving Parts. Wow! Wow! You broke out tiny moving parts. Wow! And I literally had not learned of them until I saw them with Modern Baseball, and I saw that tiny moving parts put on such an a fucking electrifying show. 
that that it blew my mind. And then I listened to to the album, um, and I and I was just as equally blown. You know who away else is like that? that? With that electrifying stage presence, is set it off. They yes. like. Holy yeah! Oh my god! Like, I saw, I saw them. them. Yeah, that was really. Yeah, I saw them with um. Who the fuck was it? It was yeah, Candy Hearts, uh, Skate yes. Champs. We are the in crowd. Um, mm-hmm. and set it up. And I was like, I wasn't like at the front, and I was like kind of like in the middle of the venue. It's like a very strangely set up venue, but I could like sort of see and sort of hear. And they went on, and I like turned to my friend. I brought her to see William Beckett because she is a diehard William Beckett fan, like obsessed, <laughs> loves him. And yeah. I was, I brought her with me because I was like on the guest list. So I was like, Hannah, you're going to be my plus one to see William Ooh, Beckett. And she was like, yes. Oh, hmm? popular. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Name drop a little bit. Wow. Because <laughs> 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 I was on the guest list. Casual. Technically, okay. I'm not Leave. But I brought her there, and she was so excited, and then I was watching Set It Off, and I'm like, holy shit, and like, I went and like, put both their albums at the time on my Spotify, and I listened to them religiously, and I wanted to put them on my, my album of the year list, but it came out in 2013, I was like, yep. god damn it. So, so, so far, I just love 2013. Set It Off has a new album coming out, I believe. Yeah, 2013 was a really great year. And, you know, and honestly... Yeah, a record that actually hit me literally, I think, three weeks ago, and I don't know how I hadn't listened to it yet, Chasing Ghosts by the Amity Affliction from 2012 oh, is yeah. a monster. It's that a monster. So good. Is it a monster, Andrew? <laughs> it's literally it's a monster. It's literally a monster. It ate me, and then spat me out so I could listen again. It's great, dude. Oh. That That's one that I was just like... The Amity Affliction the new album is pretty good, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that one's actually very good. <laughs> yeah, I know we could all continue talking about about music for the next like you know ever, but I realize that we have talked about it forever. So we're gonna move on to our interview portion of the um, Babe Talk, the show which we're doing now. <laughs> we'll go around and we'll ask Mr. Andrew here some questions about his band, um, about his life. Um, we might. That's it. And then we'll we'll showcase the song afterwards, guys. I swear to God. Not your music, um, just your life. Just your life. Just just strictly your your life. We don't, we don't want to know about your band. Just your life. Here's the question: Do you have your birth certificate with you, and have you spilled tea on it? Because <laughs> <laughs> really I only can answer yes. I can that I do have a birth certificate here. With some tea on it. So anyway, we will kick this bitch off. Um, we'll do. We'll go. Me. We'll go. Alex North. We'll go. Ashley Nicole, and then we'll go. Shada. It's the order that I have on my screen. All right. Cool. All right. So um, Shada actually inspired me when we were doing her audition take, and I realized that I I never asked this first question. It would seem like a simple question. Um, for the record, can you state your name and your band and position yes. that you serve in said band? My name is Andrew. I play in McAllister, and I play bass and I sing. Woo! All right. And the opening question that I generally ask is um, about the band name. <laughs> well, if Bobby's still watching. Uh, he can he can recite this. He hates this fucking question. Um, we. He's on the podcast then. Because it's literally the. Uh, <laughs> 
because he because uh, we we get it every time and um, he was at home and he was watching um, all time lows straight to DVD uh, documentary <laughs> and Jack went to the house of Kevin McAllister uh, from Home Alone and he literally was sitting on the couch and he went McAllister <laughs> and that was it <laughs> that simple I that's a great Jack story thank you yeah. Bro. So shout out Bobby again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Hi Bobby. I'm glad we have you on the show and not Bobby. <laughs> wow. Bobby would have Bobby Bobby would have would have torn me apart. I'm assuming. Bobby would have just. He would have hung up. He would have no. like him down by. No. Next question. <laughs> he would have done. My, my <laughs> public advising not to answer that. <laughs> uh, you can read the interviews. <laughs> you can read the. Go ahead. And read it and use your stupid right. Why are you mean? You're always trying to dog me. Alright, there you go, Alex. Alright, Alex, you can go. Right. Uh, so, uh, my question is, uh, you released two albums, one in 2013 and one in 2014. Uh, how do you feel like you've grown sonically in terms of, like, the sound of the band and, like, the lyric writing? Like, right. Like, like, uh, what really sort of went into that change, you know? Yeah, because um, there's a definite difference between each record, and you can you can hear the uh, the growth. So I know exactly what you mean. Right. Um, the the main thing, I guess, is when we wrote the first one. I had joined in September 2012, and I was only supposed to play one show. So I came in in September, and uh, just as a fill-in, because we'd actually. Um, we played, they had a band, uh, Dan, Sarah, and Bobby had a band uh, for a while. And in 2011, they were playing the Bamboozle Battle of the Bands, and their bassist uh, broke his arm, I think, if I remember correctly. And they were, like, right before the show. And they were like, Bobby knew I played bass, because uh, I played bass in my band. And we, um, he was like, do you want to play the show with us? Uh, so we actually played with the McAllister lineup two years before we actually, or like a full year before we came together. But um, when we wrote the first record, we'd only been together for four months, and then we went right into the studio and did it in, I think, like six days or something. Um, so we hadn't really got to write together. We only had, like, we, we put out the five songs, and then, or the five originals, and then um, we only wrote, like, uh, two of them together, so we hadn't really figured out our sound. But then once that came out, we all realized we were like, okay, so we kind of understand the vibe that we're going for. And over the next couple of months, we took a break because of school, so we didn't really play any shows. And then when we came back, we played a couple shows. Like I think we played like a month or a show or two a month. And in the middle, we were writing. And by July, we had one song written and another one on the way. Uh, but the bulk of the album wasn't really written until the fall because I went through some shit, and that inspired a lot of what you hear. So, like, Marlon Bird, when we... Uh, I was I was mad when I wrote that song, and so uh, that's why it's so driving. It's because I was like... We were all like, you know what? We need something, like, you know, big. So we need, like... We need Dan to just start in on the drums. We want all toms. We want something that, like, kicks and goes real hard. Um, whereas Home, Sarah wrote 
um, and did a drum demo with Dan to show me how that would work. And I sat down and I wrote this like really sentimental song in one session of writing. And I just kind of left it because I was like, I don't want to touch these at all because they're just so like in the moment. And I'd, I'd never written that way before. But with this band and this group of people, it just felt right. And everything just kind of like, you know, came into my head. And then once we got into the studio and we were, um, we, we had everything done. Once we sat down and listened to the final mixes of all the songs and like, once we heard everything put together, I like, I looked around and I was like, these are the people that I should be doing this with, man. This is like, you know, uh, this is just the the perfect combination of, of people to write with and make this kind of music with. So I think over the course of the past year, as we all became much closer and we learned how to write with each other, I think spending all of that time together writing as opposed to playing shows um, really just kicked us in the ass and got us to, you know, be a more cohesive unit than we may have been otherwise. So, yeah. Right. All right, who's got next question? Ashley, I think. I think it was me. I can't tell. Right, yeah, Ashley, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling <laughs> to, like, smack my mic. You're, like, mic trying on. to point. I'm like, Ollie, that's not working. I'm like, like you, you go, you. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> this one, Ashley. <laughs> this one. Um, I asked this last What's time. What's your name? Hmm? What's your name? <laughs> uh, from what media outlet are you from, ma'am? <laughs> um, first of all, shut the fuck up. Second of all, if wasn't wow. you wouldn't be on this podcast to begin with. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Wow, damn. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keeping it real. <laughs> Tell it as it is. Dang, shots fired at the guest this week. <laughs> it's okay. Andrew and I sass each other pretty well. No pretty one, frequently, actually. No one is safe. Pretty no regular. one is safe. Jesus. It's a um, normal occurrence. It really is, though. Like, it it really is. Um, I asked this of our guest last week, but I think it's I think it's still pretty applicable. Um, I think I've actually asked you this in the past, so if I have, sorry, Andrew. But um, the one thing that, because I'm, obviously I don't, I have no creative talent at all, like in terms of writing or performing music, and it's just, not that the, that part of the scene is foreign to me, but it's something I can't, like, actively pursue because like I can't do the notes and the musical composition things so what's something that someone like me who's involved in the scene but isn't like performing just you know doing blogs and helping bands and like wanting to manage something what's something that someone like me should know about being in a band that I might otherwise not be aware of right um it's a great question, and I know you've asked me this before, and I forget what my answer was. I forget what it was, too. I could technically go back onto Facebook and look, but that's going to take a long time. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a while. Um, uh, I think the thing that people have a bit of a hard time grasping is because all of us grew up in an age where the scene wasn't necessarily smaller, but it was very easy for you to grab onto one band and go. Um, like in New Jersey, the reason that MyCam got so huge, at least locally, was because Saves the Day already had a name. And Saves the Day um, would hold house shows and would invite MyCam to come play at them. 
Um, the, so yeah, so the New Jersey scene is, is is just very very supportive of one another. But I think what people don't realize now is because we grew up with that and that was the norm. Like that's why Census Fail got huge, and that's why um, you know you can go on forever. <coughs> um, I think a lot of people don't realize how hard it is now because you know because of technology and Facebook and Twitter, and there's just so much going on that there's bands everywhere now, and because things are so much more accessible. Merch is cheaper to make. Promotion is much easier to do. All of this kind of stuff. So for people on blogs and stuff like that, I think the the trap is getting caught up in that one band. Like Rome, I found them when they had like I don't know, maybe a high couple hundred Facebook fans, and then they got posted somewhere. And it just kind of exploded, and all of a sudden, Rome was the only band you heard about for two weeks. Or Neck Deep, for example. Neck Deep just kind of were like all anyone talked about for like a month. But then, you know, then there are bands obviously that I'm I'm very you know I, I'm guilty of like Knuckle Puck. I don't stop. But <laughs> um, I think the the thing is that you have to, and that's why I love POZ's showcases because it's like every band gets exposure. And then, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, um, and that's what's necessary because there's a lot of blogs and websites that are like, let's only post about the story so far this month, and that's all you'll hear about on that website. Um, and I think this is actually the exact answer I gave you: is just giving more bands that opportunity of exposure. I think it was. Future. That sounds about right. Yeah, rather than just taking that one band latching on and bringing them to the forefront. Because all these other bands that are working real hard too get left in the dust. And you mentioned Rome. You mentioned Rome in your example. You talked to me first, and you're like, "No one else has heard of this band called Narwolves." And like, look at Narwolves now. That wasn't even like. Mm -hmm. That was like this summer when you said that to me. Like maybe like August, September. Like. So. And then and Tumblr is Tumblr is a huge proponent too. I mean, um, being as an ocean, Tumblr, Uh knuckle puck, Tumblr. Citizen uh, basement, modern baseball, like Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Real, friends. Real friends. Even bands like the nineteen seventy five and stuff like that. I hate the nineteen seventy five, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not I'm not gonna talk about the music. <laughs> I shouldn't say it that bluntly. I hate that band. I'm the nineteen seventy five actually released my favorite album of last year, so I'm you're in company with them I'm one way or another. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. I tried. I really did. I could not. No, goddamn. Okay, no judgment. No disrespect. No. <laughs> but yes, give other bands as much exposure as you might. Just the one is the is the main thing that people can do. Definitely. Awesome. And keep Thank asking. You. Yeah, keep people interested and keep people, you know keep asking questions because that's the key. Definitely. Rad. I'm trying to think. Was that from a movie? That 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 quote. Which one? Like, never stop asking questions. Like, I'm pretty sure that one's, like, at, like, the end of, like, National Treasure or something like that. Like, I was just... very well could be. I was just... I was just talking. But it very well could be. definitely a Nicholas Cage reference. Someone's, like, on their dying breath, like, never stop asking questions, always find the truth, and then, like... It could be. It seemed very dramatic to me, so... But, anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, th- that's actually Albert Einstein, I think. <laughs> really? Yep. Are we Are we joking? I'm serious. 
Uh, I mean, that, that, it makes sense. Yo, <laughs> Andrew just just challenged uh, ch challenged channeled his inner um Einstein. His inner Einstein. Damn. <laughs> I mean, you know, funny enough, in like third grade, we had to do a presentation as like a person from history, and I did Einstein, and I had like the full wig and the mustache. But that's oh. it. I, was, I love it. Wait, but, but that's it. I wore like a USA Fourth of July T-shirt. And like I want to see pictures. Sneakers. Of I do have the picture somewhere. I do have it. I'll send it to you. I have it somewhere. Okay, I think it's downstairs. Cool. It's one I'm of the best pictures. I'll put it. I'll put it in the Babe Talk chat. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I'll do that. All right. Um, okay. So I've actually uh, heard of your band every so often uh, for maybe a year or so. But I just, I honest, I'm gonna be completely honest. I never listened to you, um, and, it, and it wasn't because like, oh, that band sounds stupid. It was never that. It was just kind of like, I hear about so many bands, and it's just like some right. of them I feel to. more inclined to listen to than others. And it was right. nothing against that anyone said or did. Um, but yeah. obviously, you know, I gave you guys a listen now, and first off, really freaking fantastic. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And I'm really, really glad that I did listen. Um, but, you know, in in all actuality, like, I have heard of you on numerous occasions. And so, like, how does it feel to go from, like, kind of, like, you know, nothing to, like, something? And where do you see yourself in, right. like, a year's time? Right. Um, you know, it's where so crazy. Where would you like to see yourself? Where would I like to see myself? Um, it's so crazy because someone actually... Uh, and I've seen it a couple times, which is absolutely surreal. Uh, um, on Tumblr, people will, like, post, like, give me music to listen to, or, like, give me stuff for my new iPod. And I'll see, like, people, like, occasionally go, McAllister, blah, 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 or, like, a bunch of other names, McAllister, a bunch of other names. And I'm like, well, this is just really strange. And then, <laughs> um, and then my friend from, uh, I don't remember, I don't remember how long ago I met her. But she uh, she texted me out of the blue the other day, and she was like, someone on Tumblr just kind of unpromptedly, like, suggested your band to me as, like, someone they think that I would like. And I was like, that's the coolest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just the fact that people, like, actually know who we are, kind of, and seeing people showing up to our shows that I've never seen before and, like, singing is really weird. Like... People that I've never seen before and knowing lyrics to songs that I wrote is is wild. Um, right. So that's really cool. Within a year, um, I don't know if we're, um, I don't know. We're we're talking about doing different stuff with music, different types of releases and stuff like that. M music is happening, but um, we haven't figured out a solid release plan yet. Um, right. But within a, within a year, maybe I'd like to see another like short EP or try and work out a split or something just to keep people listening. Because um, we were talking about a full length, but I feel like putting out two seven-song EPs and a full length within the course of two and a half to three years might kind of get some of the stuff lost in, you know, lost in the mix. Um, so maybe lost just yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. You yes, I had to. I, I said we're going to say it, and I, then I was going to really explain I almost did, too. That's the problem. Wow. 
Uh, I got the um, just now. You treated me like Eric. How does that make you feel? <laughs> oh, I miss Eric. I do. I would like to. I would uh, ideally. I do have a huge cock, according to Babe Talk. Yes, I can see it. I can see all the chats. Yes, all of these. No holds barred. No, I can see it. No, you know what? No reservations. I can see there it. No there are no secrets. There are no secrets. No. I'm watching this in the future, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" It's gonna um, go. Next, and all of a sudden he's talking about right. his cock, just, and you're gonna be like, okay. Just, you know what? That's what's next just, for Mikasa. You know, just, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I just saw the chat thing was going off, and I was like, let me check this real quick, and sure enough. Um, I guess within the next year to finish answering your question, uh, I'd like to put out new music. Um, uh, and actually, someone Facebook messaged us, and they were like, hey guys, just wanted to drop in and say what's up. Really hope to see you guys on Warp Tour soon. So that's the ultimate dream. But like, just the fact that people are like, "We want you to get on." That's like, okay, that's really cool. Tour wise, like, um, you guys want to do like a even like a small East Coast it or something. We are planning uh, something for January. Okay, it's Philly in that realm. Philly is in that realm. Yes. Not at Live Nation, because I would know about it. I was just... <laughs> wow, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means I can't <laughs> um, And there are going to be Philly bands in particular, but that's, that's, that's all I can give right now, because we're still okay. in the planning stages. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Philly, Philly is in there. Uh, we're going... We're obviously starting in Jersey, and we're going to go farther than we expected. But um, we're, we're probably doing, like, a week, I think, is the plan. But, yes, that's, cool. that's yeah. Got to love winter tours. Winter tours kick ass. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm also trying. Both... What? Yeah. I was going to say in both the, the, the positive and the negative. Yeah. I mean, that it's the places that we're going in the winter, It's it that's going to be maybe – you know, there's a good chance that those are going to be brutal because of the weather. But, you know, we'll see. Just because of everybody's school schedules, that's that's when it works. Um, because we all go to different schools, and our schedules are all one week apart. So, like, Ooh. when we would come back, yeah, Dan starts on that Monday, and then the next week Sarah starts on that Monday, and then Bobby and I start that following Monday. So we um, all go back to school one week apart. All of our breaks are a week apart. Uh, some of us don't have breaks when others do, so it's like it's all over the so place. Like that so one week that works. Right, exactly, exactly. That's um, convenient. But yeah, thankfully. And then summer we're planning bigger stuff. But yes, so cool. things are definitely in the works. What? I sweet yeah. Yes, okay. All of the words, all of the words, all at once. All of the words, all at once. That's what a babe talk is. All, all the words at once. So many words, all the words. So many words on so many different levels. So my question, <laughs> um, going back to when you guys are talking about your writing prop process, um, now yes. um, do you all um, contribute lyric wise 
Um, you were talking about writing one of the songs. You're talking about Sarah also writing one of the songs. Um, the first part of the question is who actually does some of the writing for it? Um, lyrically, it's basically all me. Um, it, it's, I don't know. Uh, when I came in, we had a bunch of stuff. They had a bunch of stuff written. Uh, but then I brought something to believe in to the table. I brought the lyrics for that. And for streetlights, and Sarah was oh, like, "You know what? My favorite song. I didn't know that." <laughs> Thank you. Streetlights is streetlights is a fucking jam for sure. Um, but I brought those in, and Sarah was like, "You can just do this for a while." And so then I just kind of, uh, so I just started writing lyrics. I I believe her exact words were, "I cannot write lyrics," um, pretty bluntly. Uh, but when we were in the studio for the first record, we were recording Vine games, and I hadn't finished them yet, and so Bobby and I sat down on the couch outside of the room, and I broke out my laptop, and I had a bunch of scattered lyrics that we were able to piece together for the for the song, uh, and Bobby came in and was like, yo, there's a line that I want to use, bear with me, and he typed it up on the computer, and uh, it was the, you dropped the gavel on this conscious state, and I was like, yo, that's dope, I wouldn't have come up with that at all, that's great, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. genius. Um, yeah, so we all have a hand. Uh, Dan also chips in a little bit um, when when we bring stuff out, uh, but mostly Dan just kind of focuses on. Um, Dan's a big, big, big part of the instrumental process. Um, all three of them are, and then I just kind of am focusing on the lyrics. So I'll plug my bass in later. Uh, but Sarah generally will come in with a framework, and then Bobby and Sarah will go over guitar parts and tweak them, and Bobby will suggest solos and and lead parts. Usually them fit really, really well. And then uh, Dan usually just is able to shred the drums no matter what we give him. So we'll be like, all right, do this rhythm, and then just kind of break into a halftime. And he's just like, oh, like, you know, and he's busted out immediately. It's crazy. Dan's so, probably the best drummer in New Jersey. I said that for him. He hates when I say that because he thinks it puts too much pressure on him and he has an anxiety attack every time. But oh. <laughs> he hates when I Not a full one, but he hates just, when I just, say that. Uh, half, halfsies. Yeah. He goes halfsies. He goes, he goes halfsies on, on the, the panic attacks. So so you guys would, would say that you have like a beautiful chemistry when it comes to the songwriting and also the, the development is instrumentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh. When, when a song comes together... Um, Sometimes, sometimes they take a, a, a lot longer. Um, like concepts uh, was one of those ones that, like, once we played it fully through the first time, it was kind of like, this is such a great song. But writing it was just, or actually, I might be thinking of another one because there was one and I don't remember which one. But we almost scrapped it, and then we played it through one day at uh, at practice, and then. It was the best it's ever sounded, and we were like, "Oh no, this song is actually really, really good. We should keep this one. All right, we can't get rid of it anymore." And then we just kept playing it over and over until it was perfect. But um, yes, was I answering a question? I don't know. No, but- no. Especially <laughs> when you were saying that that you were brought into to the band later um, as the bass player, and like you kind of jumped into it um, feet first. Right. It's kind of interesting to see how well it's translated to the the seven um, the, the seven song EP that you guys had put put out, and like it was yeah. so strong, solid, too. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. All about finding chemistry. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we were, you know, for the first couple months after we put that record out, um, you know, that's when we all started to get much, much, much closer. And Sarah and I were basically inseparable. We still are. I'm over in her apartment every other day, pretty much. Um, Dan and I started hanging out regularly. I was hanging out with Bobby all the time, um, which I hadn't done in a while, actually, ever. And um, so once we all started, like, really getting to hang out individually together and we all kind of learned different sides of one another, it was kind of like not even we could believe that we meshed as well as we did. Um, it was it was just kind of like, how? How does that just happen? Like, how did I come into this group of people that have been friends for, like, eight years and it just kind of fit, you know what I mean? It, it's still something that I, I can't explain. It, it's just kind of, it was magical. It, it just kind of, like, slid right in. It was really cool. It was I never expected it to work that well. Yeah. <laughs> never. That, 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 that's an awesome thing. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Excuse me. What was the big news you had? Oh, sorry, did I just cut you off, Alex? I'm so sorry. Actually, you can go ahead and ask <laughs> because... I didn't... Wait, did you, I didn't know if he said you can ask something or if he said Alex. Did you say I don't, Alex? I don't I know. Say, I kind of said Alex. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ashley, go ahead and ask it. No, I feel really bad. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Um, Andrew, what was the big news from McAllister? Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have a bunch of new stuff coming. Um, what we're doing is uh, new merch is coming soon. We're getting that priced out. Um, we got a bunch of really, really crazy shows lined up. A couple of them we've announced. Uh, we have a show with Vieira um, in November, and then a show with uh, from Indian Lakes on December 1st. And then I don't know if I can say anything. Um, What's that show? Specifically. What? Well, I mean, where Where's is it? that show, the Indian from Indian Lakes one? Oh, uh, that's at Radiant in Nutley. We played there like five times, I think. That's where we played with Forever Came Calling. Okay. Um, yeah, um, that's actually the first. That's actually the first show that um, that we played with like a bigger band, and that's when like, um, that's the first show that we played with a bigger band, and then after that they just started coming in. But that's when that's happening, and then we have a show with Brigades at some point next year. Cool. That's what I can say. I don't know if I can announce any anything else because I don't know if they've announced it officially, but. We have something with brigades at some point. I feel like yes. they have. Like, I feel like I've heard something about brigades playing, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I was going yeah, to toss some like exclusive news that even Andrew doesn't know. About <laughs> I don't know. I've heard. I've heard something. Yeah, but I don't even know what's going on. Heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> right. Exactly. So my question is being also from the North Jersey scene, I wanted to get Andrew's impression on the whole entire, because I feel like we're going through sort of a weird, like, renaissance phase right now, where... Yeah, we are. Where uh, it, it feels like bands are blowing up, but, like, they're not having really anywhere to play, and it's, like, a weird state where you have bands that are, like, you know, you got bands like, you know... Survey says just, you know, has recently gotten really huge. Uh, yep. Bad Case of Big Survey Mouth is says. getting bigger Bad and bigger. Case. Every day. Those are my uh, dudes. 
great. Yeah, I love them too. Uh, Picture Perfect <laughs> also, you know, is uh, it was assigned to the same label that uh, Seaway was distributed through, yes, you know, they were. Victory. And you know, rewards got, on that label too, I think. You got a uh, Owen Mack and the uh, Owen Mack and the Immaculates, who I actually saw for the first time at that uh, Forever Came Calling show. Okay. I I was there, and I remember seeing Owen Mack and the Immaculates, and I was just like blown away by them. And so there, there's just a lot of like cool stuff going on in the scene right. Right now, what is your take on really all of it? And you know, like, like, like I mean, you know, the radiant is still around and stuff like that. But like, the Bat Cave, right. I don't think is holding shows anymore. The Meat Locker shut its doors like two months ago. Yeah. What well, What's your um, whole opinion on the state of things? Right. Um. It is. It is kind of scary. Um, watching venues close, especially the Batcave, that was that was terrible. That's sad. Um, but their second to last show, Sorority Noise played, which was wild. Um, but yes, Meat Locker closed, and um, Batcave did close. Um, Canvas Clash is closed. Maxwell's is closed. Uh, School of Rock closed. So it is scary to see venues shutting their doors. Uh, that especially we would have liked to play. Uh, but there are still places that are doing stuff. Radiant's doing stuff. Dingbats is great. Uh, I don't see that one going anywhere. Um, but what's mostly uh, the the most impressive thing is how supportive of the entire scene everyone involved is. Um, everything that I've experienced has been nothing but positive, um, and it's it's all support all the time in uh, in North Jersey. Um, it's really incredible, just because people, like, when a venue closes, uh, people are already making plans to open a new one. House shows are getting more popular, which are, they're happening a lot more. Um, and people are, you know, venues are reaching out to more diverse, you know, they're, they're, they're diversifying. They're, they're trying to find uh, other people to play because they don't want the scene to die. Um, so it, it, it's still there. Um, the music coming out of here is, is really strong. Um, like you said, bad case survey says uh, bad case especially they're dope. They're they're some really great people. Uh, and picture perfect are are they're really really great guys. Um, and so no one obviously no one wants to see those bands fail. And so they're going out of their way to make sure that they don't. And um, everyone's got everyone's back, and they're frequently pushing people out. So the New Jersey music scene it's not crazy, but it's it's definitely a place of support and love and. Uh, it's definitely not going anywhere. It's thriving in its own way, I guess you could say. It's it's doing its thing. It's 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 chugging along. Yeah. Right. So definitely. It's good. I, I I I definitely agree with like everything that you're saying, basically. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's definitely doing its thing. It's definitely still going strong. Um, maybe not. It's it's not maybe immediately evident, but once you see underneath the surface and behind the scenes and all the people that are trying to run shows, figuring out ways to make it happen, it's you're it's still, you're a, still like, a thriving place. Right, it's exactly. So, it's so crazy the difference because like I live in South Jersey and like mm -hmm. I have yeah. never been to any of those venues because I don't like going to North Jersey because it's a trek. It's um, terrible. Absolutely. But it's just so crazy the difference between the North Jersey and the South Jersey scene. Because like, it's, it's it's hard. Um, I I do know like f like further south, like in um, the Atlantic City area. Um, was we have like the shed. Um, Paul Brown does the seventeen eighty seven shows, which is like one of the prominent ones we have down in A yeah. City. Um, mm -hmm. going more towards 
like by violent what was the biggest one we had out there was Hangar 84. Oh, I miss Hangar. No, right. Mm-hmm. And um, other than that, in the, over in each shed, I think I said the the shed. Um, but the more mm-hmm. South Jersey scene compared to the North Jersey scene, like if you were to lump in Philadelphia, like that's where most of the kids would have gone for all the um, South Jersey scene. And I yeah. think they've right. been relied on that, in which it hasn't really been um, exempt. The word exemplified, I really don't, don't think that's the word I'm looking for, but um, it's it's been more, way more prominent up north than it has been down, down south. And, it, yeah. and the weird thing is that, like, even the, the state's not all that big to have that huge division. Because, like, I, I don't even know why. Think... Well, I mean, like, like to, to an extent. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, what's crazy is like in Central Jersey, and it's go, it's great that you said it's split because that's exactly <laughs> that's what, what it is. You have North Jersey, which is ridiculous. You have South Jersey, which is like it's doing its thing. But then you got Central Jersey, and it's a ghost town. The bands that are in Central Jersey either go to one or the other, depending on which venue they like the best or which promoters they work the best with. So because I, have, I have to. Right, exactly. So you'll have bands like Pines. I forget exactly where they're yeah. from, but they're about an hour from me. Um, and we played. They played with us with uh, Forever King Calling, and okay. they made that track. Uh, Losing Streak is from that area. They're about an hour from us. Um, uh, In Our Glory is from Union. Uh, a Bad Case of Big Mouth is from Harrison, so they're a bit of a track. Um, but all of those bands are playing up in North Jersey just because that's where they have their connections. But then you have other bands that are making the trip uh, frequently down to Atlantic City, uh, Sayreville, Freehold, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlantic City was actually, uh, it wasn't like, a, it was far from a packed show. Our, our audience was the other band that we played with, uh, Real Talk. Uh, from, uh, yeah, they're great. They're awesome guys. Uh, Joey Maluski, shout out. Um, shout out, real talk. Shout out to I go to school with him. He's in my major here. He's in London right now, so I doubt he's seeing this live right now. But right. Joey, you are my pop punk baby, and I miss you. Please come home. Yes, shout that out Joey Maluski. He's he's great. <laughs> They're actually we um when we played Atlantic City, we forgot all of our cables and pedals at uh at the house that we were staying at, mm-hmm. and so we got there. And once we realized our cable bag was not there, we panicked so hard in the parking lot. But then I was like, oh, wait, Real Talk is here, and they're my homies. Hold on. And I go in, and I was like, hey, can you guys help us out? Can we borrow some stuff? And they're like, what do you need? And I was like, everything. (laughs) All of the stuff, (laughs) cables, everything. And he was like, all right, we got you. Do you need it? Amps? Do you need heads? Do you need anything? I was like, no, we managed to bring those, but just give us all of your power supplies, everything, <laughs> everything for the headers, for all of it. And they were like, all right. So Real Talk helped us play that show. They went hard. They were moshing with each other on their own on an empty floor in Atlantic City. So they alone made the drive worth it, and that's why I love those guys especially. Where, so, where did you uh, play in the in AC? Uh, we played at a place called uh, Le Grand Fromage. Grand Fromage. Did Donnie yeah. do the show? Had to. Yes, Donnie, Donnie did do the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little House Yeah, Bookie. that was Donnie. Yes, Little House Booking. That was Donnie. Uh, she's yeah. great. Yeah, I love and, and it's weird because because that it's it's as long as that the, the strong promoters. Um, there's only two in the area that that I that I can know. It's Donnie and 1787. Because I mean, yeah. like, 
Yeah, and then Asbury Park's like the the big one that I know in Asbury Park, at least the one that's that's yeah, making yeah. a lot of moves is uh is Christine Fiola. She's she's doing great. She's she's bringing an act. She's booking big big dates, big events. So she's doing great. Dark Horse booking is is on the rise. So watch out. They're great. Yeah, she's awesome. We're gonna have to to pick some North North Jersey scene and bring it down down here to try and. Because I mean, we, we have the bands, we have the interest. It's it's it just needs to get stronger. We need to bring more right. bodies out. It right, exactly. I think it is, it true, is especially what you say about Central Jersey because I think there was only one time that I saw one big show in Central Jersey, and it really wasn't that big of a show. I mean, like the acts were big, but it really wasn't like promoted all that like super well. It right. was uh, in Middlesex at like uh like a Harley Davidson club or something like clubhouse <laughs> for like bikers. They okay. had uh, with the punches, mixtapes, and uh, yeah. Mikey Erd. And I that was Jersey doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. That was like a, <laughs> that was a great show just because like yeah. I got Mikey Erd play like you know all like the old Erg songs and shit like that, yeah. and I love the Erg so. They're great, dude. Wow. With the punches, rest in peace. How's it already been a year since they disappeared? That's crazy. Oh my god. Man. You all about to have the one thing I love about <laughs> when anyone mentions with the punches, like, especially like just like among Babe Talk or at least like in Defend Pop Punk or anything, anytime somebody says with the punches, everyone immediately is like, oh my god, I miss them. Like, pour one out. Uh -huh. Like, rest in peace. Yeah. Everyone. It's like, it's like they were royalty. Right. I just, oh. They were yeah, so and the band, the band that actually is becoming like that for me, and I know they're doing the Man Overboard holiday show, is I Call Fives. Them, Yo! devastating. I was, and they're from uh, Washington Township, which is where yeah. we're from, um, which is crazy. Well, yeah, they are, I think I think they went to Westbrook. Yeah. Why not? What? What? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> What? Or at least their vocalist is. I don't know if the rest of them move yeah, um, no, to where they are. No, they are from Washington Township because um my boyfriend actually his brother is really good friends with all of them. Um, yeah. but um, I didn't know you were from because so you're really close. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't. Know, some, yeah. I don't know why I thought you were from North Jersey. I don't know why. This entire why? time I thought you were from North Jersey. I am. Yeah, Washington Township is North Jersey. And yeah. there's Washington Township in South Jersey, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done. Not I'm so done with me. I'm like, wait, no, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's, it's it's me and Shay Shayna holding down the South and holding down the South. Nice. Hold on. <laughs> okay, down well, the South. I'm, I'm officially done Hold with the South. I'm leaving. Bye. Bye. I'm so done with New Jersey. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm the only one on this panel who's not from New Jersey. That's okay. Oh, so, so we're gonna just dismiss you from the talk. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> Mute her again. Oh. Ashley, you uh, you had a question, right? Well, I just wanted to say this is well. I know we have a lot of people who are in bands who watch Babe Talk. So, mm -hmm. um, one thing I wanted to say is because I first got introduced to Andrew when he submitted McAllister for a property of Zach showcase, and like literally, I kid you not, like the first song was which was Ageless Youth. Ageless Youth. Wow, yeah. I could not say that. Um, <laughs> like, literally, 
doesn't happen often. It was love at first listen, and that's really, really rare, considering I go through at least, like, 40 Blink-182 copycat bands a day. Like, a lot. So, yeah. it, seriously, it was really great. Um, and they answered the showcase questions really well. They replied back, like, with all the stuff within a Microsoft Word document, which you'd be surprised. I put that instruction in bold, like, please reply with your questions within the Word document that I send to you. And so many people just copy and paste it into the email directly, and I'm like, you had one fucking job. Like, what mm -hmm. are you doing? And that's Everything went really well. The showcase did really well, like in terms of notes. Like you guys obviously hit it off with the readership. But the one thing that I want to stress is really important is that Andrew, on behalf of McAllister, fucking followed up with me and said, Thank you. Like, I'll reply back to a band once their post goes live. And I'll say, Here, the feature's live. Is there anything you need to change? Um, can you blast on your socials? Like, my Facebook and Twitter are in my email signature. It's always like, My socials are here. Just keep in touch, you know, it's always just like a courteous thing to say. Right. And so many bands, you'd be surprised, don't reply at all, which makes me think that, A, I, I fucked up the feature, like compared them to a band they didn't want to be compared to, or they just hated what I said about them, or for whatever reason. Same with um, cover band. <laughs> <laughs> or that they just haven't seen the email, which is like dumb, because I very clearly tell everyone, I'm like, if I don't give them an approximate range, like, your feature's going to go up in mid-October, I right. say, like, it's for a weekend of October, you know, uh, 4th and 5th or whatever. And right. But they just sometimes don't reply. Andrew replied. He hit me up on Facebook, and he was like, this is so cool. Thank you so much. And, like, talk to me. And I think that's so important. It's all about – this business is all about who you know. You right. know, it's all about fostering relationships and, you know, networking yourself among – Anyone, because everyone has something to offer. You know, you don't think they do, but everyone has something or has something that you want to be a part of or knows someone else that you want to know. There's always some benefit to knowing right. somebody. So, so many bands just disregard that. Like, when I was reaching out to bands for my compilation, I would go back through the showcase, and I'm like, oh, this band did pretty well. Go back through the email and realize they never replied to my, hey, here's your feature, it's live on right. POZ post, which is kind of annoying because it, I don't know. I think it's kind of rude, personally. And mm -hmm. it's thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that's so important to do. And I've obviously asked McAllister back for like two or three other things now because you did the showcase, the showcase mm -hmm. playlist, and you're on the comp. So that's really cool. And I think that's important because bands or anyone really like I benefit from knowing Andrew because not only is Andrew like a kick-ass guy and a really good friend and a really really good praise the praises right now. Um, but it's beneficial because, like, hey, that's another band that I don't, I wouldn't have known otherwise. I wouldn't have really kept in touch with. And granted, like, I love the music. I would have listened to that regardless. But, like, it's cool to, to follow. Like, I have that relationship now with McAllister, which I think is really cool. So right. I just think that's, it's an important thing that everyone should know. And Andrew did a very good job. And Dude, it's incredibly important. I mean, thank you. But it's so important. When I talk to people and I try and follow up, um, I always make sure that everything is as clear and concise as possible. So you spelled my no... name right. So when people get that wrong too, like it's, <laughs> it's spelled your name wrong. Yeah, I, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. yeah. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. People say A S H E L Y, which isn't like if someone said email this person Ashley and the email was like info at property of Zach or showcase at property of Zach, which is a valid email, I think. 
-hmm. But if they spelled it wrong, knowing that my name was Ashley, but spelled it wrong, that's one thing. My email is ashleynicole at propertyofzach.com. So many people say A-S-H-E-L-Y, and they say, we want to be on Property of Zach, Z-A-C-H, showcase. Okay. And we have like a team-wide rule that if someone gets their name spelled wrong or if they spell Zach's name wrong, that we delete it. Yeah, because I mean, they're going to take it. Because then you're not going to force the effort to check. Yep. It's fucking annoying. Like, you would, it, it, it really irritates me, and it's just like one of those like devil of the details type things, but right. it's just not, just spell check. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, well, the thing is, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, one of the things that I'm working on right now is I'm trying to put together a holiday show at a venue that is just getting really started up. It's actually right around the corner from my house, and, um... Oh, yeah, we've talked about this, yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, it's going to be a benefit for my aunt who has uh, uterine cancer, and so we're trying to throw that together. But some of the people that I've talked to um, are... Nick from Cautioners. Um, I love Harry Nick from, Harrison. Yeah, he's great. Um, <laughs> he's awesome. He's so nice. Um, Harry from Bellwether and No Good News, um, who's an incredibly nice person. Uh, every time I have a question, he's able to answer it, and he answers very quickly. So shout out Harry Corrigan, because he's a fantastic person. Um, and then Grayscale, of course, are my... my main homies. I love them to death. They're great people. Um, but the, the, the way that you're going to be able to get where you, where you want to be in this, in this industry especially and the way that it's, the way that it's developing uh, because everything is so fast paced and it's, it, the market is completely flooded with you know, so many bands that are you know, trying to emulate the sound that's big now. Um, the only way that you're going to stand out is if you're able to make a connection and forge a relationship with people because if you're not taking the effort, and the, if you're not showing any initiative, if you're just trying to... Actually, Zach tweeted, um, which was one of my favorite tweets that I've seen recently. It was, uh, thank you for accepting my friend request 30 seconds ago. Here's, you know, a five-paragraph essay on what I'd like, you for, like for you to do... Try again. Like you to do for me right now. Um, and that's entirely accurate. Um, that's I, I see it all the time. We will... You know, someone will friend request me, and I will accept it, and then 30 seconds later I'll get a message going, hey, man, thanks for accepting my friend request. I checked out your band. Really great. If you want to throw me a friend, if you want to throw my page a like back, that would be great. And I'm like, dude. I get that all the time. Right, exactly. We got, an, we got a message, and it was Bobby's absolute favorite ever. And I actually kind of want to pull it up because it was – hysterical, but like, it was the definition of, hey, I didn't really make an effort to send an actual <laughs> message to you. Uh, it, here it is. It says, hi, parentheses, name here, close parentheses, is the first <laughs> three words of the message. So, and he wants to, yeah, I came across, I can, yeah, Hi, parentheticals, name here. Hi is in all caps, and here is capitalized. I can across your site and wanted to write you quickly and tell you about my company, Gallery. And then he goes on about all of the stuff um, that he's going to do for us and design all of our stuff, and you can control the prices and retain all right to your work, and it's just it, the grammar is all over the place. 
it's just one of the most atrocious messages I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it sounds like he's just like too busy uh, to do the math himself, so he just gives I it to us. I hate that. I hate that shit so much. And the worst right. is when someone messages you not only like 30 seconds after the friend request is accepted or whatever, but when they don't, like, so I don't, I, ugh, what was that sentence? When they don't have a, <laughs> splur. <laughs> stop, try, it's splur, it's splur, that's what splur is. Yep. Um, they don't have a call to action. That's just something that really irritates me, because it's one thing to right. say, when bands, like, a bunch of bands message me in that copy-paste email, like, hey, um, Ashley, I just wanted to hit you up and see if we can get on property of Zach, and they always ask for reviews, and I'm like, that's not what my name is listed under. And right. people come back to me like they say, like especially previous showcase bands, and they ask, and that that's 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 legitimate because clearly you have some sort of a relationship with me, so I get that. But right. they ask for reviews, um, or they just say, "Hey, why don't I teach you about this band?" And there's a huge copy and pasted like press release and a bio and all these links, and it has nothing to do with our website, like nothing to do with anything. I don't know this person, and right. I get added to all these dumb mailing lists. But people just like have no like specific like. If someone says, hey, this is my band, here's the press release, we're really interested in Showcase, or some bands will just be like, hey, like, we wanted to get on the site. And I'm like, I don't even, sometimes I don't even reply to them. If the music isn't good, I just don't reply at all. Because I'm like, you, right. don't, you don't know what you want, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know who to ask for any of these things. Like, it's just not the right way to go about it, in my opinion. So it's just... Right. I and, and I mean... Uh, go ahead. Well, it's just going back to like the original thought. Like people think that that it's it's a cute thing too. Like I I received many a message to people like, hey, I'm just sending this message out to everyone. Go look. And it's like, well, you know, chill. Like like there are ways to to do it. Like Facebook, right. even like especially with, like the kids that want to do it over Facebook. Facebook literally gives you the tools to invite your friends, or if you want to go go ahead and let, let like you know give um sponsored posts. Like, like, like there, are, there are channels that you can go through, and if you're serious about, about, about your band, like, I, I've taken a look through many different ways to promote, promote the page, just some back-end stuff, and, like, promoting something as little as $5 in the difference between no views to the posts that you have and then posts, views, and engagements. Like, it's... it's, mm -hmm. it's it's, it's simple shit, and like kids just look right. at it like they're still on MySpace, and they're just mm -hmm. here, literally take everything. And it's like, relax. Yeah. We're in a new era. There, there are ways to to do this, and you need to right. to learn. And we it. can tell when you use those tools incorrectly. Like people who add you onto like, it says, "Dear Editor," at the beginning of the email, but it's like BCC and like. 50,000 emails, yeah. so like you know, like, you first of all like, I'm not, well I'm the, I guess I'm the showcase editor, but I'm not like, I'm not the editor you're trying to reach like, let me just tell you that, I'm not the person you're trying to reach, trying to talk to Eric Van Reenen, that's not me, sorry about it, not sorry about it. Eric's going to get so many like, emails now. You do what? <laughs> Eric, Eric's going to get like so many emails now. Um, the, the one thing that I have to say, uh, the, the way that I have gotten and found success and, and gotten responses from people I wouldn't expect responses from, always, and I cannot stress it enough, if you are contacting someone, first of all, don't CC a thousand other people that have the same position as them. It looks horrendous. Two, always ask permission before you submit things. If you are just sending emails that are saying, "Here you go, here's all of my stuff," I don't, I haven't really introduced myself. Say, "Here's my deal." Brief summary. 
Are you looking for anything for this? If so, I would love to submit our information. I can provide EPKs, demo link, whatever you might need, but let me know first. That way I'm not filling up an inbox. I'm not spamming with a bunch of links. Always make sure that they are looking for the stuff that you want to submit beforehand. That way, if they say no, you're not wasting your time. You're not looking too pushy. You're not looking, you know, unprofessional by just doing, you know, what you might do for a million other people. Always personalize it. Always look at their interests. Right. Like, like no one want, wants to just like automatically inherit like this information. Like, like think of it like 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 a person. Right. Someone where it's just like you know a publishing com- company has all these manuscripts that are sitting on their desk and it's just like creating like a bulk of shit. And they're right. like, exactly. well, I have to go through all this. And now you're just adding yourself onto there. But yeah. if you'd be like, hey, yo, my am life, I, am I my actual up the right tree? And then people will be like, oh yeah, or be like, no, this is who you want to go go through. Instead of looking, I'd be like. Oh, I gotta fucking do. It. I gotta. Right. No, but like that's so that's so accurate. Like I had someone like when I first got the position at POC, like friend with friend like posted a status being like, oh my god, my friend Ashley took over for this like feature on this music website, and I'm so proud of her. Like some like someone like being congratulatory, which was like really sweet. Like that meant a lot to me. And someone who was first of all, I got the friend request. And the message three seconds after, which was super fun. It was, like, someone who was mutual friends with the person who posted the status, who, like, right. I didn't know this person requesting me. But I was, like, um, okay, what is this? And he messaged me and was, like, hey, like, I really want to get on this website. Like, here's some of my stuff. And, of course, like, I listened to it because I didn't know what I was, what I was supposed to yeah, get myself into. It was like a rap metal, like crunk core type band, but like horrible. Like, of course like, it was. Of course like, it was. Like, like not even like crunk core. Like I don't know what I'm trying to think. Like slam sort of. He's wearing like sweatpants and like a football jersey and like a. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, not only did you sound like you recorded this, you look like you haven't left your bedroom. Third of all, like. Your, his that, name that, was like, that is so advanced, like that like, <laughs> genre. And then he had like, a like he had like like a MySpace name. I don't remember what it was, but it was it was not his real name. I can tell you that it was like some weird MySpace name, all spelled, all funky. And then also he was like 34. <laughs> and I'm like, you no, bro. <laughs> look at your life with your choices. Mm-hmm. In general, I also hate that. Like, I hate people message me on Facebook. I'm like, I have an email. Like, you can email me right. if it has something to do with business. Like, do not Facebook message me. That. I Facebook message the, friends. Right. The <laughs> only reason, the only reason I will ever send a business-related message on Facebook is if I do not have your immediate contact information. Because and I will ask you, ask you for it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, right. no. It's, only, it's for, like, it's, like, bet- the between... Uh, email, I guess, between email and cell phone, like texting a cell phone, I think that's where right. Facebook lies because someone, like, someone's feature went up and it either, I think it went up, like, a day before it was supposed to or, like, the stream was wrong. Something was, like, urgently wrong and, like, they mm-hmm. had emailed me but um, I, like, hadn't seen... Oh, hi, cat. Hi, kitty. <gasps> but You're I, like, right. hadn't seen it. Right. So he, like, Facebook messaged me, like, that's okay. But other than right. that, it's just like people are trying to be like, hey, like just thought you might into our new our new demo, our new EP. Like, oh, I see your POZ. We'd love to do this. I'm like, can you? <laughs> it's like no. Stop. Right. Just can you fully not? stop. Yeah. Oh my god. 
earbuds. Because people forget that, that like a Facebook is still yeah. personal. That would be walking up to someone as they're getting coffee and be like, oh, shit, well, look at this. I have my entire press release right here. And right. Like, I'm relaxed. And a lot of, what do you know? A lot of journalists and photographers do that, too. Well, they'll, they'll ask the band, and I'm just like, uh, they have a PR person. Email their mm-hmm. PR person. Yeah. Like, that is why they're paying the PR person. And like in PR things. And even if it's a mm-hmm. smaller person, smaller band, they usually have a Gmail, or even if it's mm-hmm. even if it's their or personal email, contacting right. them exactly. Right, exactly. Like, I think I remember like Zach Drillo like releasing on a kid in the fan pop punk group. I think he was saying like, yeah, if you ever send me anything via Facebook, like I will never ever get back to you. But it's so true. Like even even when I need to like hit him up about something, I do either. Like I, I use Gmail for like to keep things in like threads. So if I'm talking, we have a thread, email thread about a specific feature. I just email him because it just keeps everything streamlined. But if I have a generic question, I'll hit him up on Facebook, and I'm still intimidated to do that because I feel like he must be getting like five bands a second, being like, "Hey man, sorry to bother you, but we really love you." <laughs> yeah. He, he just looks at Ashley Nicole. He's like, "What? Oh yeah, I, I, oh yeah." I can't believe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just. Hey, sorry to bother you guys. Oh, that, that email that's, there. That's the oh, one thing that really makes me. It's like, sorry to bother you. It's like, well, you're doing it anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not obviously, so obviously you're not that sorry. Right, exactly. Yeah. And even when you're sending a Facebook message like that, please, please, please check your grammar, check your capitalization, check punctuation. It's so important. I please, know you're going to love us. It's like, it, I, dude, it's... No, you're not. <laughs> No. <laughs> I was going to love you. I'm confused. My what? Yeah. And we can like, what no. can you do for us? Mm. Like right. that's a big. Exactly. Like I don't care what you can do. What are you gonna do for me? It's right. It. It, it, it's like I love how they Goodness, yeah. try to inc- try to like reach out to you when they're like, hey, I know you. You're 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 fan of like. Oh my god. That's so many of yeah. them. Eat it's like, so hey, you like, like my other, other folder, but still. So you probably will like our band. Mm-hmm. There are so many bands. Now I don't. Now like the one thing is that sucks. Like, now I don't. Uh, yeah. I, under- <laughs> I understand like it's hard to get people to like find your band. I understand you have to be on the grind. But like it's just I found a way. The- that's such an ir- yeah, it's such an irritating way to go about it. It's a very immediate turn off. Immediate turn off. There's it's very so outlets it's just... online. Like, there's a better way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, and then you look at the bands that they're comparing to themselves to, and it's like you know the forefront, the forefronters, the the, the forerunners, and like the most staple bands you could think of. Well, I mean, Knucklepuck and Blink One Eighty Two. If I see one more of the story so far, the Wonder Years, we sound like I'm. Oh my I, god! I can't. First of all, the Wonder Years, the story so far, sound nothing alike. Nothing alike. Correct. Correct. They're, they're, they're in two different brackets completely. I right? did math. I did math about this. There was we have um for showcase. There's a submission form, like a Google form, and it goes through um, it goes into like a Google spreadsheet, so everything gets in there. And I like did like Control F and like found all the Blink One Eighty Two references. Literally, <laughs> like twenty five percent of them said they listed Blink One Eighty Two as a reference. Oh, That's if they spelled it correctly. 
at least 25% listed Blink-22, and I haven't done the percentages, but, like, the other forefront, the other front-runner bands were, it was Blink-22 for sure. New uh, Fan Glory. New Glory, <laughs> so far, a couple Fall Out Boy, um, a couple Say Anything, um, and... Say think, anything. That's a huge name to drop. I mean, if you're yeah, gonna say fans of, a few, yeah. Ones, and I feel like it only dropped Knuckle Puck because of Zach. Like if uh, 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 that's the thing. Uh, it sucks. The one that we're gonna drop Knuckle Puck and think, oh, Zach Zerillo works with Knuckle Puck. So if we say we sound like Knuckle Puck, he's gonna like us. I'm like, he's not gonna want a that's Knuckle Puck. That's not how it works. He has, a, he has Knuckle Puck. Like, he doesn't yeah. want. <laughs> he literally has Knuckle Puck. He doesn't need a poor man's Knuckle Puck too. Yeah. Right, exactly. He doesn't need, like, the single-digit, like, ping-pong ball. Like, stop. Right. Like, stop. Look, I've softened up on Neck Deep because they actually found their own sound, but their earlier shit was such a story-so-far bite. It was painful. Well, I still Absolutely. can't get into them. Neck Deep is still. <laughs> the thing is, like, I looked at it, and I was like, if I wanted another story so far... I would have asked for it. Or you, know you would I mean? just go like, listen to Neck Deep. Right, exactly. Like, Sorry, I, you know, I, I can't feel listen. bitter about it. Like, it, they really just, they do nothing for me. But what's really hard, though, it's, is, it's, is, is that, that like, you have, well, you have all the big, big bands that are coming out, and then, like, once all these kids coming out, going back to the point that Andrew had, had made, it's easy to kind of get a band together and then be like, we have shirts, merch, CDs, and a band camp. And then all of a sudden, whoa, fuck, we're in a band camp. And and they're and mm-hmm. they're a, a generic reference <laughs> copy off off pretty much everything that that's being put out and it's like and that's not what being in a band right. is about and that's what people are exactly. starting to think. No, it's not. And no, then, it's and then, not. And then there the are articles with... that, that that come out to kids warning against touring because these kids are like, oh, I can tour too. And then all of a sudden they find themselves like like you know doing nothing with it and not really liking tour. And then they'll be like, eh, tour really doesn't do anything for us when they really don't realize what actually goes into touring. Right. Why do people tour? First of all, they should draw some they, type of crowd before they go and tour. Right. And even with going on tour, that's another way that you can get yourself out there. Um, yeah. Andrew. The, the, the thing that, that really makes me so mad is because that's not English. The thing that makes me really, really, really frustrated is we've all collectively been playing, playing music in different bands for eight years now. So, like, where we are, it's not, like, a bunch of kids just, like, let's pay for everything now. Like, let's get all of our merch and CDs done now so we have stuff for our first show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all of this, it took so long for us to learn how this works and how a show is run and what we need to do to prepare and all of this other stuff. And it sounds corny, but what it means to be in a band. It's not just going and, like, you know, I want to be a picture on Tumblr. It's very... It's... There needs to be something behind it that's more than that. You know what I mean? I want to be a picture on Tumblr. I'm I'm not sure if you guys remember who this band is, but there was a band... Uh, called like Drive A or something. Uh huh. Used to buy onto every single big tour. They toured with My Chemical Romance. They bought onto that. Right. Against uh, the current. Mm. Yeah, and this and yeah, and the same thing with uh, this band that uh, what you call it, Sandlot Heroes or whatever. Who like? Yes. Yeah, Sandlot Heroes. <laughs> they, they bought Sandlot. onto uh, the Wonder Years tour with a yellow card. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. 
But, but, uh, but I, 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 I think it's funny when, like, a lot of these bands, like, you know, like, they have, like, the, their rich parents, like, bankroll them on, like, their misadventures. And it's, like, you see so them and they all come out wearing, that. like, they oh, all come I could out on stage. On. I won't, but I could go on. Stay professionally and professional, Andrew. Right. They all come out on stage, it's... like, wearing the same outfit or whatever. I hate it. <laughs> I think that's such like a terrible game like, I think it's like, the same, like, when I say that, I'm like, it can't be comfortable to play in a three-piece suit. It yeah, just can't. Same, <laughs> yeah, with the same, like, anti-climactic, sure like, synth music to play. It's like, where it's like, it's like, oh, wow, everybody, you know, must be getting so hyped that, you know, they're hearing, like... have, like, pre-record, like, um, like, gang vocals, like, pre-recorded gang vocals, so it sounds like, you know, there's, like, 25 bazillion people, like, Chanting this band's lyrics, but it's Wait, really that's a thing? just the five of them. Yeah, dude, people I, just play with background tracks. Is that just is that's what it is. That is advanced gang vocals. Oh, I've never, I've never in all my and time so uncomfortable to be in a room like that. Pre-recorded gang vocals. That's crazy. I hope you never have to. It's oh, I hope yeah. I never have to either. That's something I don't ever want to experience. It's Awful. But, but it's it's really cool when, when we have bands that like, you know, go out there, they know what they're doing, they're they're solid within their their own shoes and they're kicking ass doing yeah. it as well. Well I, that's I don't I don't like some of the other bands right. that we have showcased on here, they're 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 not like like little clones of, of individuals that wanna Right. Like, like Andrew had said, and like I, I this, this really has resonated with, with me way more than anything that well, not way more, but I just I don't want to be another picture on on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. There are many kids that that look at the the Tumblr, that look at Tumblr core and like, oh, I can do this. They they do it for likes. Then so some kids stage dive for likes. I was certainly one of them when I was going to <laughs> defend pop punk scenes. Um, shooting for for photographers, doing the the Pisces Jones with with the guitar so that the, the camera hits it just just right, and then also they the guys yeah, and I then they make it into into a gift. There there are bands that are doing this without keeping this in mind, and they're still kicking ass, and they're doing it with their own mi- mindset, with their own sound, their own style, and those are the ones that need to be showcased before these other bands that have right. And that's why from a song title. I really wanna because I promised him I would do it. Um, but he's a really, really good friend of ours. Um, do you guys remember uh, Van Atta High? Yes! Oh, Van Atta High was what? the best. Okay, he's going to love that. Okay, okay. okay. Their frontman, uh, their frontman, Steve, is the guy that produced both of our records. Um, so cute! He's our, he's our, he's our, he's our dude. Um, and he's got a band uh, called Roderick, and it's his, it's his solo project, but... I saw them for the very first time on Friday, and just like the music was so tight. Oh, I'm sorry, Ashley. Are we keeping you awake? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. I've been up since 7 a.m. So um, we, are, we are going. We are, we are well over. <laughs> and we'll, go, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll do uh, yes. Uh, I'm Ashley. I love you. Um, he. Uh, <laughs> This guy, he's uh, he's just one of the most talented, hardworking musicians that I know, and it's so frustrating seeing bands like his not get the attention that they so so deserve. I mean, Steve's been playing music for God knows how long. I couldn't even put a number on it. Um, he self-produced the entire record. He wrote it over two years because he was teaching and doing so many other projects. And just seeing all the work that went into it, it's just so incredible to listen to. The styles that are all over that album. I mean, 
if I had to put one band on it, um, take You, Me, and Everyone We Know circa Some Things Don't Wash Out and blend it with ukulele, horns, a bunch of other really crazy shit. Uh, I've never seen such a tight band. Actually, Jasco from um, from Van Atta High is in, and he's playing bass on it. But it's just, uh, I can't pitch him enough. He made one of the best albums of this year. It's it's incredible. It's called 1234. Um, it's, I, I haven't heard anything quite like it, at least in our, our genre and in our scene. It's just one of the one of the craziest sounding, it's just the sprawling soundscape of like, I can't even describe it, but the dude's production skills are ridiculous, and just the fact that he's able to write all of these instrumental parts, all of these lyrics, and self-produce his own album, like... That's awesome. It's just it really, really self-sufficient, like, That's mind-blowing yeah. to me. The thing that's like so cool about all these like, like mid two thousands, early two thousands, like bands, especially like bands that came up in the Jersey scene that I found, like you know when you got you know you, like Van Atta High and Red Light Green Light and Houston Calls. Wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, Houston Calls was my very first local show. Their very last show was the very first show that I ever went to. Oh shit! Uh, Circle of life, circle of scene. But uh, but but uh, but I think it's really cool because it, it 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 feels like a lot of these older bands or whatever went on to like teach a lot of these younger bands like actually teach them different aspects like you know you have uh, Rob Freeman from uh, Hidden in Plain View who uh, I know Hidden in Plain View is now playing some shows now but you know they go and he has like you know his production studio oh. and stuff yeah. like that and he and he's you know. Uh, for a while, he 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 did he produced some pretty big records, if I'm not mistaken. Ascenders too. Yeah, yeah. Ace doing yeah. And, and yeah, you have Ascenders, obviously. Um, I know that. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody remembers this, but uh, Jetlag Gemini, who. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Dude, this, who, uh, Mar- 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 Mark Hopkins was supposed to produce their uh, their sophomore album that never came out, but uh, the, the, the guitarist for. Uh, Jetlag Gemini taught two of my friends how to play the guitar, and I just think that's like so cool because eventually oh, yeah, they went on to 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 start bands and and shit like that. I love that. I think it's amazing. It's so important. Yeah, because now you no, have like for it. like you know like 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 thirty years old, and even my uh my high school music teacher was the guitarist for uh, the number twelve looks like you and. No. Then, the dude was yeah. insane talented. He wow. Was, he was apps. He, he is like he has he has a project, uh, Voyeur's Kaleidoscope, that is absolutely like insane. Voyeur's Kaleidoscope. Voyeur's Kaleidoscope. All right, I'm gonna write that shit down actually. He is at. He is like the most talented musician that I've ever met in my entire life, and it's just like these these like Jersey. Guys or whatever, you know, just like they that they grew up and they learned how to you know master their art and maybe you know they weren't the biggest band to, you know start out with, but now right. you know now but they're, they're older. Important to to their own scene and and they they take mm-hmm. that and they pass it right right on down to the kids that that they believe would be able to 
carry on the torch, and yeah. that's a beautiful thing. That that literally is is, is right. And it's like you know, and it's like the bands that uh, like I think another band that's like Van Atta High that's not really for the Jersey scene, but I know that a lot of people from Babe Talk, like I know Eric is good friends with them. Uh, dropout year, Dropout year. Yes, like, Dropout year. Wow. Dropout year is like it's like one of those bands where I feel oh. like you know like 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 people will, will will go back and they're like, yo, remember like. Drop out. Remember here? Mile Marker? Remember this notebook? Oh, yeah. yeah, like they're just like they're 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 bands like that that just like that 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 never got the credit they deserve. You know, you got your Van Atta Highs and that you know that, that maybe they maybe they played on like a side stage for Warp Tour for like you know like East Coast dates and maybe that's as big as they got. But they have mm-hmm. such a far-reaching you know like thing because maybe okay. they went on to be music teachers or maybe they went on to you know. Playing other bands or producing or stuff like that, you know. Yeah. I I just think that that is very so near in my heart and, and very the important. Thing, the one thing that's so crazy about New Jersey music too is no matter how old or how big the band is, every single time I've ever talked to a New Jersey band, they have always been so supportive and so incredible. I had a full Twitter conversation with Saves the Day one time. A Full exchange, like back and forth. You guys are incredible. No, you're incredible. Just going back and forth, like, thank you so much. Glad you guys are keeping New Jersey alive. Like, a full-on discussion on Twitter. And that's happened several times. And every single time I'll talk to a band from New Jersey, they are always like, I got to talk to the early November once, and they were just like, we miss New Jersey so much. We're so happy to see it still doing, like going. And everybody's just, no matter how big they got, um, people from New Jersey are always ready to come back, and that's just—it's so indicative of like how you know close knit our our community is here, you know. And but, and that's why that our scene is probably the best scene around. Fuck all the rest. Yeah. Amen. 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 There we go. Amen. That'll be a favorite for everyone. All right, Andrew. Fuck everyone. <laughs> I just realized I alienated like everyone else. Literally oh, everyone. I don't but New Jersey and Caitlin and Eric are gonna beat you up because. Oh know. hi Ashley. Oh yeah. Eh, All the other scenes, but I love the Jersey scene. The, sorry, everyone like, else in the country and the world. But sorry, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm not gonna gonna say say sorry. I take pride in my, my scene. You hey, guys, absolutely. But yo, New Jersey, we hold it down well. We right. love each other. Yeah. New Jersey, Philadelphia, <laughs> New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Los Angeles underground hardcore are the three biggest scenes that are happening right now. That's absolutely. Accurate. Yeah, yeah. Especially for for like pop pop punk. Like if you want, it's like like what was it? Back, oh, I'm trying to compare it to something, and I had it on, on my my mind. But mm-hmm. like kids would move over to Philly to start a pop punk band, and all of a sudden, bloop. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that basement scene is so crazy. I mean, like, the basement. House to house to house, yeah. It's like, so great. Would like you say you came swinging from a South Philly basement? Yeah. <laughs> it's in stale beer and sweat under half-lip fluorescence. Right. Hmm. Like, I, I, I remember you, you were saying about the um the Golden Tea, tea House. And, um, yeah. Like, like they, they, they have that. They got the um, Modern Bay Baseball's basement that they used to play over at. They had the uh, the fire. No, no, the flux that I saw. Um. Mm-hmm. That's Drexel. By, by, by Drexel. Yeah. That's like Drexel's thing. Mm-hmm. And don't they have oh, a hand yeah. in uh, Michael Jordan House as well? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Allie. That, that's um, Allie Newbold. And then Marietta, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Philly. I love Philly. But 
Um, I think we're going to start to to wrap up things here. Um, we're running over a lot. Um, <laughs> but we had fucking beautiful discussions, and it's because we had one of the coolest guests that we could have on the show come on, Andrew from McAllister. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to showcase a song. We all did the sort of like will... same clap. Like, we all did like the little like... <laughs> we, we did because like, <laughs> it was a legit great show. If you clap really hard, it's just going to be too much. <laughs> yes. You have to do the right round of clap. It's like around 11 o'clock at my house. going to wake people up. Yeah, you? Yeah! <laughs> but, Andrew, we're going to showcase one of your songs, and you said you're going to pick it on a fly. Yes. Did um, we come up with the song, sir? Ageless Youth. Yes! Yes! Oh, yes. Damn. All right. I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like I was listening to it again, and the sub hit in, uh, in the uh, breakdown. And I remember when we recorded that song and we hit the breakdown and Steve, <laughs> Steve, I'll never forget. He just goes, he stops it and he sits there like this and he goes, hang on. He doesn't even look at us. He goes in five minutes later, he goes, okay, presses play. And then we just hear boom as soon as the breakdown started. And he just looked at us like, well, yeah. He was like, I know. <laughs> like, he just seems like, I got it. <laughs> so as soon as I heard that, I was like, all right, yeah, that's that's the, that's the one to play. Yeah, gets me so hyped. And if that is not an introduction to, to a song, I honestly don't know what would ever constitute as, you know, as a... That's as it. It's the best intro you'll ever hear for a song ever. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so we're going to kick this bit bitch off with um, Ageless Youth by McAllister as soon as I get everything set up, which would be in like three... <laughs> two. <laughs> Did you just forget what came after <laughs> No, it was supposed to be like really smooth and I like, expected right. one of you to like finish it for me. Whatever, you guys all... We're not telepathic, Ollie. <laughs> We're not twins. Oh, the Royals won. I'm very happy. Wow. Hooray. Sports they're up, stuff. They're, they're probably going to sweep. Uh, but yes. Three. Underdogs. Oh, wait. No. I love Three the Royals, man. Three and a half. <laughs> We're going up. <laughs> it's getting higher and higher. <laughs> three and three quarters. <laughs> Shane is ready. Five, four, two, 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 one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
That was awesome. It was. Honestly, I um Yeah, that was really awesome, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All ancient. I, I, I love you like bobbing your head at the beginning. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Ollie was just kind of like, like, I, like yeah. side to side. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, this is absolutely fantastic. I am so thrilled that Ash and Nicole had... Oh, Ash, why didn't you unmute yourself? What are you doing? You didn't give her permission to speak. I, oh, excuse me, <laughs> Ash, you, you may speak. Whoa! Wow. Whoa! I didn't realize... But actually... <laughs> look at me, the black woman telling the white woman what, what to do. Man, times have changed. Um, we actually wouldn't have McAllister on the show if Ashley Nicole didn't insist and insist and insist. And her insisting had actually paid off really well because I think that has been like like with each show we're just getting like great like every band we have got on the show has been quality and beautiful and I love all show, the bands. Yeah, all, all, all the bands are fantastic. If and I we're could just, just take all the bands and like you know let them run out in some <laughs> like puppies, I would. <laughs> We're all gonna buy like a puppy. No, 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 no. And at, at that time, we sh we should, you know. 
I, I was gonna I was gonna say we should make a puppy mill, but that's not the right. <laughs> no, and, and, and then name like 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 each dog, but the bands that came on the show. Mm-hmm. But I realized I that that we don't that support puppy, puppy mills. No. <laughs> on that note, you know we on we, that note <laughs> we came yeah. out negative, ended a negative, and there was you know some positive stuff in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a perfect show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sounds like a beautiful show. Anyway, Fun all right. Fun times were had. What? <laughs> Wait, what? We laughed. We cried. Fun we times laughed. Were we, had. we 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 cried. I'm pretty we sure left. we're all better now. Yes. We were a little disturbed. <laughs> we were a little disturbed. It started off a little rocky. Anyway, that, but that's big. That's babe talk for you. That's babe, babe talk. Andrew, we, again, thank you for coming on the show Absolutely. and sharing your insight in and how McAllister works. And we're looking Absolutely. forward to everything that you guys are doing. And we will thank keep you. tabs for our fans and get everyone over to you when we can. Awesome. Yay. All right. Thank so you. from everyone here at Babe Talk, I'm fucking casting out. Night, guys. Night. Bye. 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 I will see everybody later. Yes.